Yeah, hold my scarf too. Welcome back, everyone. Jade Bone here for Total Nonstop Impact Impact Talk for Impact fans. Right here on the YouTube and the Twitch. And I don't know why I'm talking like I'm from New York. I'm from Billy. <laughs> Bill, what is up, brother? How are you doing tonight? Oh, as, as we get a cat sighting, uh, well, it's a it's turning point. It's within the week, just barely. So uh, we're squeezing it in. Uh, obviously, the West Coast start time of the last uh, Impact Plus special made for very late endings. So that didn't make it as easy to cover. Uh, so, but uh, we're getting it in tonight. A little, little special Saturday night TNI action. That's right. Um, and I didn't want, yeah, I didn't want to let this one go too long because this, this was a really good show. We got, uh, we got some surprises. Uh, well, I should say a big surprise. Um, and I, this, this was one of those where it was kind of predictable but they really made the best out of this and they gave us a really solid show. And, and, and that's, that's what these, uh, you know, these, these impact plus slash insider shows have become, they've become must see. It's like, yeah, you can miss it, but then, you know, you, you hear people talking about it. You hear people like us, uh, complimenting them on these shows. What's why wouldn't you want to see this? This is why we love wrestling. We have audiences back. You want to hear the crowd response to these shows. That's one of the best parts of this is the oh and the ah and the now, Bill. I want to talk to you about this a little bit before we dive into the meat and potatoes of this. Um, you were the, you were, well, no, that's tomorrow night. <laughs> you, you were there live. I was. And how was the atmosphere for this? Because this crowd all night seemed pretty, pretty fired up. Yeah, no, it was, uh, it was definitely a good crowd. And I remember this is now they did bound for glory, two days of tapings within the month. Then they did another, obviously, this is the first of three more nights. So that's a lot of wrestling in one market. But I was mentioning they did a great job of promoting this as a pay-per-view show. So the Impact Plus special, it's a pay-per-view. Uh, it's on Impact Plus. But the way they promoted it in town, it gave it – it was like bound for glory to, I think, the local crowd. It's like they didn't really they, – they put the tapings as like a secondary promotion. But they're like pay-per-view, Saturday night. Come see it live, Samstown. So they did a good job of getting people there. Um, it would not shock me. I know uh, but um, Bound, well, Bound for Glory, I believe, was sold out. I think they turned people away at Turning Point as well. That's what, that's what I heard. And they were even saying during the pre-show that they were still putting people in their seats as they were getting going in the first couple matches. And that's something, because remember, the pre-show wasn't announced until the week of. So a lot of people with tickets didn't know there was a pre-show starting a half hour early. And it was a legitimate half hour early. They got two matches in before the main show. So a Vegas crowd's notorious for being late or showing up at showtime because stuff doesn't usually start on time. It's like our own podcast here. It doesn't start on time. So there are people that were kind of 
like, and that's what they have to do when they get there. They have to kind of fill in who gets there early and then you'll fill in the rest when people get there closer to showtime or bell time in wrestling. Uh, if you guys know the indies, it's always like a joke. It's like wrestling time because no show ever starts on time. Right. <laughs> Unless there's a live pay-per-view then you got to. That's why they say cards subject to change. And that's including start time. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, but this place was pretty packed when they did start. I mean, if they were filing people in, like, maybe back of the hard camera side. Yeah, that's what you do. Because what you do is you make sure you get as many people on the floor. Obviously, yeah. the hard cam, you want people there. That's the number one priority. Then yeah. you want, obviously, front row, second row along the ring. Uh, then you go, you spread it out behind there. And then yeah. you focus on the bleachers last. But I think they sell the bleachers. That's like a GA separate ticket. So some people just have that ticket. So FYI, you go to an impact show, you show up early with that bleacher seat, good chance you could get upgraded. Because if you're there before other people get there, they might want you to fill out a space so you'll get on the floor. Uh, because they rarely show the bleachers unless they know they're full. And like I told you before, usually Samstown, they have like three bleacher sets, a center, a left, and a right. Yeah. The center, though, is where they put the camera. That's where they're filming. So there is no center bleachers. That's all production. So they just have the two bleachers to the side. Uh, yeah. But that's obviously if you're coming in late or right at showtime, you'll go to those bleachers first. Oh, and those bleacher sections look like they're pretty big. They are. They're a decent size. They can hold oh, yeah, a good. Like least... When people say, like, what Sam's Town holds, like when it's like, oh, it's whatever, 1,200 or something like that, I'm sure the bleachers are half of that. When you take all three of them. Now, obviously, one set isn't available when yeah. Impact runs. That's why I say it's more probably a max capacity of like that eight, eight and change, maybe something like that. Yeah. So a thousand or less, depending on how, yeah, they, how, yeah. full, how full they fill the floor and whatnot. Yeah. If you want to film for TV, then obviously that you can get more of that number. But for a good TV production, especially what Impact's doing right now, and they've added a lot of things. That's why I want to give credit. I think people are now realizing how good the production is now because they brought Skyway pretty much to Samstown. Like they have obviously the cameras, they have those extra lighting. And I, I could even tell they had lighting at a level at Samstown. Then you could tell they brightened it up even before showtime. And I think they even adjusted it once during showtime, maybe between the pre-show and the main show, they actually lifted the lights up even a little more to yeah. show more of the crowd, which I thought was a great idea. And they mic'd up the crowd. And I've noticed now they even have more microphones. They actually hang a couple from the rafters, like over the ring. So they're actually doing a great job of micing it now. And that's something I know we've been talking about for years. Cause I remember Trent would always be like, is it quiet out in Vegas? And I'd always say, no, it's a, it's usually a pretty good crowd, but it came off bad on TV just because they had bad audio. They weren't mic'd yeah. properly. Now they are. Oh, and they got mics all over the place. Yeah, and you got to remember, like, in Skyway, that's, that was less than 200 people, except for maybe uh, Slammiversary was about 200. And it, you know how loud that crowd sounded because of good audio, good miking. And that's what they're doing there. Like, you can yeah. – 200 people, 800 people, 1,000, 2,000. It all depends on the venue and how you do the audio and mic them up. Because if you were in, like when they did house shows years ago and were at a 15,000 seat venue, 10,000 seat venue, and had 2,000 people, 2,000 people would be a good crowd, but not in a huge venue like that. It doesn't come off well. 
the right size venue, whatever the crowd, like Skyway's small, but you have the right amount of people in there and it sounds great. Right. Um, but yeah, this the one thing I did notice is, you know, and they do have the mic stands, they're those small ones with the little round base. Yes. I, I noticed something, and I know I'm skipping ahead here, but I'm if I wait too long wait too long till later, I'm gonna forget. So I'm just gonna quick drop this in here. When Eddie Edwards went through one of the tables during the mm -hmm. match, I noticed that underneath the table, and I think Eddie actually hit it and like came off of it, he hit a mic stand that was buried underneath the table that was covered. It wouldn't shock me. The way they've been adding mics to production, like I said, I feel like every time, even between last month and this month, I saw more microphones than I did before. Usually it was just like maybe one on the ramp, maybe probably one under the ring. It wouldn't shock me if they're now putting them under the other rings as well, like other other tables. Because uh, for this set, Penzer had his own table. He usually doesn't have a table. He just has a chair he sits in. Yeah. Uh, but he had a full table. And uh, well, and you'll see nice. on this one, the obviously you had the commentators for the Impact Plus ringside. And yeah. I did uh, say this the other night. That remained for the tapings which is maybe a new trend impact scaling with commentary staying ringside, which I think is fantastic if they can keep pulling that off. Uh, it does that add is. an element. I think it will, the TV product you'll notice, uh, obviously with Wrestle House, that wasn't the case this week, but starting next week, I think you'll notice improvement by the commentators actually being ringside. Yeah, they they do. that. That is something, as much as I didn't like it at some periods over the last, you know, few years actually just prior to me really getting full swing back into watching this again five-ish years ago um back when it was and i know you love him but back when it was uh josh matthews and jeremy Borash, uh, they they went at it so much it was like a turnoff but they always had they brought that live feeling to it and that was great um but i, I do love the way that um, Matt Stryker and D'Lo Brown play off each other. I do enjoy. I know not everybody loves Matt yeah. Stryker, and that's fine. It, you know, it could be the same with D'Lo Brown, but I feel like they've been doing really solid lately when they are together. So, and there's D'Lo Brown right there. How you doing, D'Lo? Who doesn't like D'Lo Brown? <laughs> Aren't you down with Brown? Jimmy? I I am down with the Brown effect. I am going to see him a week from tonight, Bill. He is going to be at Blizzard Brawl in Waukesha. <clears throat> Ten minutes from my house. I can't wait. Oh, yeah. I got a feeling he's, they're going to be lined up. Like, all the impact greats are just going to be all lined up together. It's going to be D-Lo. Yeah, Brown, which was Kale, I saw, like, WrestleCade was this weekend. And I saw all, like, the original TNA, uh, especially mainly knockouts, took, like, a group shot together, which was cool. Oh, that's cool. That is great. TNA forever, baby. Love, love the <laughs> TNA, knockouts. TNA. Lots of knockouts going to be there. Uh, well, um, some knockouts. Uh, well, Gail Kim, Hall of Famer, is going to be there. Uh, ODB. Oh, darn, who's... Serena, and I know she's not a knockout, but uh, a great classic women's wrestler that's been, you know, t t you know, quite the comeback over the last couple of years. Uh, Serena Dean, 
been there making, you know, planting your foot everywhere between NWA and AEW and the Indies and whatever, training people. Um, oh, I know I'm missing someone. Oh, well, you know, there's there's going to be Rohit Raju and Jake something in the main event versus EC3 and um, Titan. Titan. Titan, uh, Adam Shear, formerly Braun Strowman. I did see a recent logo for that match, like, that they put out there. And I don't know, just because, obviously, like, it just had the Impact logo for that match. Makes you think, doesn't it? Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not going to overthink it, but there is a lot of Impact Wrestling presence in this. Oh, and I can't forget, Moose is going to be there, too. But he's not listed. Oh, and Joe Doring? Oh, my oh. brain is just gone today. Um, so, yeah, there's a ton of Impact presence in this show. And the, hey, there's Joe right now. I can't wait to see you. Looking for you, Bone. <laughs> In front of the show, Daniel Spencer is going to be there, too. I'm going to try to hunt him down and uh, grab a pick with him. So, yeah, I mean, I'd go broke if I got a pick and an autograph from everyone. So I'm really going to have to pick and choose who I, like, uh, maybe I'll just shake a couple hands or something. There you go. Like, I'm J-Bone. At least I I, got at least find friends of the show, Jake something and Rohit Raju. There you go. I got to do that. Uh, maybe get a pick with him and uh, all three of them and Daniel Spencer. That'd be tremendous. We'll there see. You go. But I can't wait. <laughs> so, yeah, and I'll be covering that too. I'll be making either, you know, share some pictures, maybe shoot a little video. Ooh. We'll see. We'll see. We'll it's going to be a you. fun night. So, um, I go and get a picture like Daniel Spencer put on my phone. Yeah, there you go. Right, right <laughs> up the nose. That's beautiful. <laughs> That's beautiful. That's was that an accidental one? No, no, no. That was intentional. He was, oh, he was okay. like, he's trying to rib me after he took uh, my picture with Rosemary and Havoc, the cat. That's a that's a great picture. That really is, man. With, with the orange hair. That's cool. Oh, yeah. I love it. And I know you don't do a lot of you said you don't do a lot of meet and greets, but that is that's well, a- yeah. Well, I I have a lot over the years. Like oh, my okay. impact meet and greet list is long from doing all the uh, the VIP stuff over the years. So right, like back in the day, there was at least one every taping, like every night of the tapings. So you just add all those up. I probably have a hundred plus pictures with the talent. Yeah, that's why. Like today, when I go. I say I don't do them as much because I did them a lot. Like I did, but I did get uh, Deanna last time I was out there because I, I actually, and it's weird. I've seen Deanna on the Indies all these years, but yet I don't think I ever had a picture with Deanna. So I'm like, you know what? I'll do that. I did it uh, at the same event. Uh, Justin uh, Dback. Uh, I met him. At, I ran into him over at a signing that was offsite. It wasn't at the tapings. It was the night before at a mall. There you go. Speaking of speaking of Justin Dback, I just see here that he has subscribed again on the Twitch. He has subscribed for twenty months. My wow. goodness! Thank you. Thanks for the support. Wow. I know our uh, I know our, our Twitch fam has uh, you know gone kind of cold over the last several months due to what's going on with Impact Wrestling, but 
Cold. The diehards are still there, and we appreciate whatever uh, love and support you guys do give us. So, and you can also sub on YouTube by all means. You can share bits on Twitch back on YouTube if you want. You can uh, fire up the super chats and super stickers if you want to help support that way. There's also links in the description. Be sure to hit those up as we're going through this. Your Facebook, your, your Twitter box, and uh, the Instanec, along with the merch sites. Uh, thanks for anyone uh, who may have checked out the, uh, the Friday's 25% off sale. If you missed it, everything's still there. You know, you just won't get 25% off. But I will try to keep up with that and let everyone know uh, what sales are coming up. I think there's a free shipping day or something coming up. I got to double check. But there's there's going to be more sales leading up to Santa's big day coming up in a month from now. So <laughs> um, anything else you want to talk about before we dive into this? No, that covered. Uh, if anything else comes up while we're uh, discussing the show, I'll bring it up. Or if anyone has any specific questions as we do it, I can I can possibly uh, relay some more details. But okay. uh, now we can we can kick it off with the uh, the pre-show. There we go. So make sure you smash that like button, folks, as we get into this and sub if you're digging the content on the YouTube. We are covering Turning Point 2021 here, Bill. Uh, but yeah, like you said, we actually got an actual uh, pre-show out of this with a couple matches. That was nice to see. Uh, solid stuff from, uh, they start out, now, they always say card subject to change. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to like speculate too much into this, but this was supposed to be, one of the two matches was supposed to be Finn Juice versus Decay. Now, um, now, I might have missed something as people were coming to the ring. I think Matt Stryker said something about people getting zapped. Oh, that's why they, that just hit me. People getting zapped to Wrestle House. Decay, obviously, doing K, you know, thinking kayfabe, couldn't mm-hmm. have been here if they got zapped to Wrestle House. So they had to put in Rohit Raju and Raj Singh. It just hit me. Yeah, now that's true. Um, but aren't they, are they aren't they back for the tag title match? Like, isn't Rosemary and or are they just zapping back and forth? Well, the Russell House stuff happened over the course of the week leading up to. Um, up to turning point okay because if you notice during wrestle house as far as time wise like halfway through decay talked about having to leave wrestle house go get the tag titles and then come back which they were unsuccessful okay so here critical sting saying it here rosemary havoc and saban zap to vegas so that's how they were able to, to write that in the other ones did not zap <laughs> right. So they were stuck at the stuck at the house. Right, yeah. Like Rosemary said somewhere in the midst of the episode this last oh, yeah, Thursday. You, you can't zap everyone. There you go. So they, there is continuity there. There is continuity yeah. there. 
Yeah. It's, um, how do you say? It's canon. <laughs> it's all canon. It's fit. It fits it's with critical the canon. canon. Yeah. So, uh, so we got Finn Juice versus Raj, uh, Raj Singh and, uh, Rohit Raju. And this was, this was just another example of why it's so nice to have Finn Juice with Impact Wrestling for, for I don't know for how long, but it, it feels like it's indefinite at this point. I don't it want does. to overthink it. Um, but Raj Singh and Rohit Raju always look great. But man, the the charisma of a guy like like Juice Robinson, like at one point during the match, he screams. Now across the aisle from you, Bill, towards the back, there was a Randy Savage lookalike. Oh Cos- yes, yes, I, I did. Player, I did see this guy. It. Pretty good, pretty good. For my yeah. Um, because like because they don't feature him like they don't do you know they didn't get the camera over there and zoom in on him like like oh hey do yeah, something he was mainly on the production side like standing kind of all over there from because yeah. I like I, he was almost across from me on the other side because uh, I, I I would notice him from time to time but he was doing a good job with the mannerisms and getting the ticks right like the like he would just sit there watching and be like. Like, yeah. like he was, so I'm like, all right, he's he's committed to the character. He looked you great. Know. I mean, you know, you look like between people, and you you think you're looking at Randy hey. Savage stuck behind last match of his career was in TNA. That's true. That's true. This is the ghost of Randy Savage floating around back there. Um, but um, at one point, Juice Robinson points back to that corner across from you and goes, "Ooh, yeah!" And that's the thing. He, he's doing the Macho Juice gimmick most of the time. So there's even the connection with Juice. So, yeah, I'm on board because remember there was a long time where there was a guy that would dress up like Hulk Hogan uh, at Impact shows in the front row a lot. Oh yeah, that's like down in Florida area. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, go for it, Mega Powers. (laughs) There you go, make it happen. Uh, Except that one doesn't look so good no more. I've seen it. It's a a different time now. It's a different (laughs) time now, but. Right, um, but yeah, this this was a lot of fun. Anything you want to say about this one? No, this was good, and I'll always say this because, and I know it's kind of coming up that like that's let's see, I think Jason saying not their cup of tea, Finn Juice. Oh, I yeah. like Finn Juice a lot, and I consider them part of the roster. Um, I know a lot of people always say, "Oh, the tag division isn't strong right now." Good Brothers are the team right now. They did lose to Finjuice, still remember. Like when they lost the titles, it was the Finjuice. Finjuice yeah. are the former champions. They've pretty much been on every taping. Um, they're they're utilized throughout. They're really the biggest conduit of the New Japan relationship. So I'm I'm on board. I know there's all the talk about Juice being a free agent. Um, I definitely say keep that relationship going because Juice. I think it's starting to appear more on TV, his charisma, but live is really where you get juice because he reacts to everything. He yells at the referee. He interacts with fans. He's exactly what you want out of a pro wrestler. Right. Yeah. He's just, uh, he, he reacts. And when he reacts, we react, you know, we get fired up right along with him. Like, Oh, why is it like, you never have to worry about the crowd 
going silent or g- g- not reacting when you got Juice Robinson in a match because he'll make sure to get the fans going. Not every wrestler does that. And sometimes their work makes it happen. Like, like they just are by example. Like, they'll get people going. But Juice, he does it in the ring, but he also will make sure. He'll, be, he'll start pointing people out to get reactions out of him just to – because that's, that's how he wants to go about his business. And I think that's a great way to do it. And, that, and that's fun. You know, whatever. Yeah, a lot of heels do that, but he's a face that does it. Yeah. A lot of faces depend on I'm a baby face. They'll cheer for me anyway. doesn't always work. Um, and, and maybe he knows because, like, I'm coming from New Japan. They're not as familiar with me as we see in the comments a lot of the time. People don't consider them impact guys. But he's doing his best to make that happen. So, yeah. Um, but, yeah, so Finn just and, go- and, yeah, and let's not forget, I know people are wondering about uh, David Finley. He's oh. very good as well. Like, he's obviously the oh, more sure. serious and, like, the, like, aggressive uh, but I'm a big fan of David Finley as well. Oh, he's he's great. I mean, he he came up in that dojo in Japan. He's he's spent many a years over over there, and this is the longest time I think he's been back in the states since he's been over there. So he's bringing all that experience and knowledge back with him. Not a bad thing. You're, hey, let's not forget who his dad is. One of the toughest SOBs in the biz. Mm-hmm. In the last twenty years, so oh yeah, yeah, this was fun. Uh, well, it wasn't really for anything, but obviously it keeps Finn Juice towards the top of the contendership. You know? Correct. It just leaves them high up in the. You want to say like we don't deal with rankings here, Javon, which I'm glad because I can't stand rankings. Uh, other than a one night yeah. tournament, I'm not a, a ranking guy. Uh, yeah. because I, I, I don't keep track of it. Yeah, uh, I hear you. But you kind of know based on who's won lately and stuff like that, who's a contender, and this still puts them in the conversation. Yeah, yeah. And, and Matt Stryker and D'Lo Brown do a great job of saying stuff like, oh, this team's won a lot lately or whatever. Or, or they might give some statistics, you know, yeah. but they don't focus on them. That, they, they, they don't make it a thing. Yeah, and you know what? Since you just brought up Stryker, I will. I want to give credit right now to both Stryker and D'Lo. Uh, and this is another thing maybe about being at ringside for the multiple nights of tapings because Penzer is usually like the MC. If, if anyone went to Impact tapings in the past, that was usually Borash who would be kind of between breaks and tapings or between matches would be getting the crowd going, giving stuff away, all that type of stuff. Uh, and that's Penzer doing that now, doing a good job. Obviously, all of us, big fans, front of the show, David Penzer. Oh, um, but Stryker um, and D'Lo, and I think even even more so Stryker, so I'm going to give him a lot of credit for this, is real good at like identifying like the young fans in the crowd and making sure to like work with Penzer, like to give him a DVD and stuff. And he was signing stuff for fans. Like that goes a long way. The one thing that I think in wrestling is you want to identify those young fans to make them a fan for life. you like a, a totally. kid that's five, six, eight, 10, 12 years old that goes to a wrestling show and has a really fun experience. And then if they get interaction with talent to add on to that, that makes them a fan for life. And that's what you need going forward if you're impact. That's why up north is the great behemoth it was. 
It did that. Yeah. It did a now it doesn't, but impact can get even more like maybe not through TV. They were able to do it through TV and toys and all that type of stuff, but impact can do it. If you're there in person, that's where you really work that crowd. Yeah. Like that's where you get a hold of them and you make them a fan for life. Even, even older ones, like the guy that said next to me, a turning point, that was an AEW guy. He's been to almost like all their big shows this year, but okay. he was in California. It's like, I'm going to drive to Vegas for some wrestling this weekend. And he's like, after going to two nights, the pay-per-view and TV the next night, that's now his number two promotion impact. It wasn't, it wasn't before. <laughs> yeah. It really wasn't probably even on the list. Now it's his number two promotion. Yeah. There you go. Um, but yeah, t- talking about that, making a fan, uh, here's a, another perfect example of that. That uh, Lion Kid that was just on the TNI UK show yep. interview a couple weeks ago or last week, whenever that was. Um, he, uh, oh, uh, Bison brought his daughter on just for a quick five minutes to ask Lion Kid a question because they were all at the show together, the Wrestle Carnival, whatever it's called, um, oh, yeah. for, uh, uh, they were, they were there lives with the, you know, with, with the family. And they brought Lion Kid on for an interview and they talked. Great interview. And and then they must have exchanged information or whatever. Uh, Lion Kid sent Bison a package for his daughter with oh. like a with like a bunch Boomer of Bison. A, a bunch of uh, Lion Kid merch, like a stuffed animal and a bunch of other little things. And I'm like, that's awesome. That is truly awesome. Now, now there's there's a Lion Kid <laughs> fan go go. Like honestly, look, I, I'll give you an example right here. Like I I think most people know my dad and me went to real early ECW when it was Eastern before it went extreme. One of those first matches I went to was Terry Funk and Stan the Larry Hansen versus Kevin Sullivan and Abdul the Butcher. At that show, uh, I got Stan Hansen's rope. He gave me his rope at the end of the, the night. Oh, wow. Now, who in Impact Wrestling is very similar to Stan Hansen? Uh, I'll say... Yeah, Joe Doring, absolutely. In fact, now, they made is that, that a reason because of that interaction when I was what, like ten years old with Stan Hansen? Now that's the type of wrestler that really I'm a, still a fan of today. That style, yes, it is. Hell yeah, just just rough and tough and yeah, brutal, just slapping around and yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, we'll talk more about Joe later. Um, but yeah, so then and uh, but you'll see, yeah, Finn Juice wins this one. Then on to the next match. Now this was a lot of fun, and I'm glad they gave this a little more time than some of the other special matches um, that they have put on the uh, Insider Plus or the Insider and the Plus, like a day before and then free after that. Because some of those matches for the DMC or in the realm of the DMC, you know, title has been kind of short you know short and sweet this one they they gave a little extra time so it was jordan grace defending against chelsea green what'd you think of this one bro now this was 
I think, uh, uh, and let us know in uh, the comments what you think. Uh, but I think this was the best DMC match. It, it's also the longest DMC match by probably a bit, I would guess. So they gave yeah. the, them both time. Uh, obviously, Jordan Grace has had some great matches. Uh, so I won't, like, obviously, she did the, the Iron Woman's match. Uh, so, but for Chelsea, maybe her best match since her return, I would say. Um, obviously, yeah. not counting the Laurel Van Ness era uh, in TNA. But since she's returned, I think that was her best match. Uh, but th this was a great match to go into the pay-per-view. Uh, I think everybody was into it. Um, and I, I know when I was with the UK guys on Wednesday, uh, we were talking about the the fans. It was like 50-50, which it, it pretty much was because you got to remember there's a huge, like the major wrestling figs podcast crowd in vegas they just did at the at bound for glory's tapings that uh the the 10th show like and so there's a lot of locals that are big cardona myers chelsea that whole crew so even like myers is a heel he's going to be cheered at tapings yeah cardona is going to be super over chelsea super over like that 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 adds to it uh, obviously you have the ones that are going to be Bases everywhere, but hey, because of how big that podcast is, they might be getting this in other towns too. Like my guess is, maybe not every town, but most towns are probably this. It's it's that over. So that because Jordan Grace, we know, is very popular. Uh, so usually she, you would think it would probably be more for her, but it was it was pretty neck and neck. Yeah, and I noticed a few of these matches were very 50 That that Vegas crowd was interesting, you know. And not knocking it either. I'm just saying it was it was great that it's it wasn't so typical, you know. Yeah. Uh, um. Oh, and we've talked about that before. Like when Morrissey, yeah, had that match. Yes. And a lot of people cheering for him. It was like wow, you know. So, um, but yeah this this was a this was a really good match. Chelsea Green. Really holding to that, uh, not using. Um, I mean, I don't know, like, at what state her wrist is. She still wears the brace here and there, depending on what she's doing. But she had the black gear, and then she had like a glove on the other hand, mm -hmm. so it wasn't as noticeable. Like, if you just glance at her, it's like, oh, she's got gloves on, but no, the one was the brace. Yeah, although I did think during this match, but I thought it the whole time and she never did it, I thought we might get an Ace Orton moment where she used that as, like, ref turned and boom! But she's never done it. Uh, but obviously that yeah. makes you the heel, and that's they're not really doing that with her. She's definitely a face, and she Matt's is. still a face. Uh, we know on the indies he's not so much of a face, but uh, here he's definitely a face. Yeah, she and she had a, a. There was a couple times during this match. If you watch her facial expressions, she almost looked like she might be going towards that hot mess character a little bit, but but it was only for like a split second. It was nothing like oh, she's turning, she's changing. Something's like she's evolving. It's not at that point yet. If they were thinking about it you know she kind of emphasized on that when she came back with matt really hasn't since <clears throat> um, yeah 
but yeah, so that it was this was a lot of fun, great back and forth. Uh and and this this title is still a bit of a mystery. We don't know if this is gonna end up being like hot potatoed, but so far Jordan Grace has had a few defenses and mm-hmm. this one she was also successful at as well. With and she had uh Rachel Ellering there, uh who is absolutely not turning on Jordan. <laughs> Did not. And then uh, since you mentioned Rachel, I think we got to point this out because Rachel definitely had a new look ringside for this match. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, she was in street gear, but she, uh, she looked great, you know? Oh no, she looked great because I remember, I think Jordan actually pointed out, I guess uh, impact released a photo of them coming out at the entrance and she's like, and how great does Rachel Ellering look? <laughs> Which, okay, if, if Jordan says it, then I got to say it too. Yeah. And I mean, her tan is always, you know, she's very oof, tan. Very tan. <laughs> oof. You know, some might even criticize it, but I'm not quite tan. I'm, not quite tan. <laughs> I'm, I'm the whitest guy in the room, especially with my black cap sitting here. Uh, <laughs> So, uh, but yeah, this was a lot of fun. We'll see what's next um, for uh, the DMC stuff, and and I like that they got a, a, at least a few of the I hate to say it, like odd you know odd mid card ones that aren't really getting used as much. They'll throw them in that category just to put a little more emphasis on the title, like Jake or uh, Matthew Raywald stuff like that. So. All right, then on to the main card here of uh, Turning Point. We got Chris Saban versus Ace Austin kicking off the show. Oh, man. Bill, I'm telling you, Chris Saban in 2021, who knew that at the start of this year, as, as up in the air as the whole wrestling business was, that 2021 could be... Uh, uh, just a, a career, a career year for Chris Saban within the last decade. He's just knocking it out of the park. Yeah, like we we thought when we saw the return of the Guns, we're like, oh, this is great, and they were they, they won the titles. They it was like a great run from the Machine Guns. But then when Shelley left and it was Saban solo, it's like, okay, well, what's going to happen here? Um, and then he, he gets into the feud with Moose, beats Moose, um, shocked me that then he does the stuff with Swinger's Palace. Then he, then he has, but these matches, uh, are, have been fantastic. And there's only one thing we can say about this match, Ava. I love this match! (laughs) (laughs) I love this match too. Um. and I like this feud because I, I'm, I'm not big on the whole, like, T-shirt focus because the T-shirts aren't that great, but I, I think it's comical. It kind of goes back to the whole thing that uh, Ace Austin did a couple years ago when he was really getting hot. And now they're kind of going back to that, but, um, but yeah, just 
I watching this match, and these two are so good back and forth. I really couldn't tell who was going to win this one. But the one thing that's stuck in my head is as I'm watching this match with these two, I'm like, I would not be shocked that if somewhere in 2022, Chris Saban becomes world champ, I would not be shocked. If there was ever a time for it to happen, J-Bone, because I know I always throw in there former world champion Chris Saban uh, because it doesn't feel like a lot of people I think forget like that run. Obviously, he was at the during like the end of the Aces and Eights era and stuff like that. Um, but Saban right now, what they did, what they've been doing with him, he beat Moose. He has a claim on Moose to get a match at some point. He did beat him earlier. Um, so I think they could go in that direction. It wouldn't shock me. Um, and after Wrestle House, he's the hot commodity coming out of Wrestle House. He is. Yeah, like he yeah. was the star of Wrestle House. <clears throat> he was absolutely one of the focus points that that just made it a riot with the the slow the <laughs> slow mo steamy Saban or hashtag steamy Saban or whatever you want to whatever you know catchphrase you want to throw in front of Saban, Smoky Saban, whatever. Um, damn, it was, <laughs> he, he is, he is sexy. I mean, uh, <laughs> uh, it, it just took so much fun that, you know, he, he can have a match like this, which feels like it's supposed to be in the main event and then go do something goofy. I mean, he's, it almost feels like he's kind of becoming the Eric Young. And I mean that with the utmost compliments of, uh, you know, because Eric Young's gone through that too, where he was, you know, world champ, but then he was also doing like the, the scary guy thing and also, you know, comedic stuff, you know, he, he's done it all. Yeah. And I know, uh, I, I have heard this before, uh, how Akeem saying steamy Saban versus slow-mo Johnny impact. Obviously, Bravo was wearing the Loka gear all night. Yeah. Did, do you think the slow-mo for Saban was something regarding Johnny Impact? And maybe that could be his first feud back. Maybe that's laying some little breadcrumbs there. The returning Johnny Impact versus steamy Chris Saban. Oh, I didn't even think about that because that's right. They, but they only did that during the entrance. Like they would have the smoke, correct, and then he would the the, the whole lifting the arm, <laughs> what whatever he did, I don't know. He's Johnny Impact's a ninja, um, <laughs> or parkour, whatever. He's Boone. He's Boone. You know, I whenever I hear that, I, I kick myself because I'm one of those guys that bought the movie as soon as I saw it in the stores. I still haven't watched it, Bill. I've, what? Oh, Tama, you know, that's a violation. I, I did the I, I did the same thing with the John Moxley movie when it came out. Now I gotta say, the first time I, I saw Boom, <laughs> it was with Johnny Impact. It was part of a VIP. Oh nice Toronto. Oh wow! It was a what screening of Boone with Johnny Impact. Oh, that's amazing! 
That that had to be fun. Did he do, do where I got my Johnny Impact Moose shirt? Holy like because like if you saw the Johnny like the Boone shirt, it's like him like over like America, but this one's him on like a moose for the Canadian version. Oh, that's hilarious! Just to make it special for where it was. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. But yeah, he, and he'll always be one of my favorites. I don't care where he goes. You know. I, I hope he comes back to Impact because I feel like he really did fit, you know, in with the company. So we'll see. We'll see. Oh, everyone uh, should review Movie Boot on Smash the Podcast. Or maybe that's Patreon content. Oh. Ooh. Could be. We'll have to wait and see. Let's see. I had that in mind to do for a while. I was starting to pick out, like, wrestling movies and it was starting to compile a list of it, and it just, I don't know, it was just one of those things that got away from me. But we'll just see. be me and J-Bone going, parkour, 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 Johnny. Oh, sorry. <laughs> That's something else. Uh, but, yeah, so Saban beats Ace Austin here, and. But, and here's a question, though, J-Bone. You want to see them run it, run it back. Oh, you mean continue this? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't know because there's there's like Ace at some point has to get revenge. You would think on this. Yeah, I mean it's if it's uh, if it's tied to like the T-shirt thing with a little bit of ha ha, you know, to keep it going. Um, that's fine. It's it's not the great greatest way to tie it all together, but. Uh, I'll take it, you know. I try not to focus on that and just the the wrestling itself. Because, but yeah, I cause you could you could give these guys you could give these guys twenty plus minutes and have just a great match. Uh, well, you go oh, near yeah. third and go match a year candidate. It's been a bangarama. Absolutely, yeah, without a doubt. So, so yeah. Um, Oh, Critical Sting here says uh, rubber matches required. It's tied one and one. Okay, well then, yeah, probably on an episode of <clears throat> Impact coming up, maybe to wrap up the year, maybe. Yeah, or maybe they'll drag it out to hard to kill. I have no idea. Who knows? So Eli Wizax, Wax. I don't know how to pronounce that. Welcome. Says sub Bill and Jay. I'm new here. Did you see Lawrence D teasing the character change? Can that be a hint that Lawrence D is going uh is oh it's going to be managing Jonah Rock in the future or something? Uh I don't think manage because he's way in he is in way too good a shape to just being stuck as a, a manager. Um I think he needs a just a good singles run. And if yeah. it means a little more of a you know comedy gimmick, I'm fine. I, I hope it's this, just like the Swingman, who we adore. I would yeah. love to see Lawrence D be a character. Yeah, just walk around, struggling. Just walk stuff. around, ring rusting everywhere. Come on, right. yeah. Like I said, yeah. I want him to be a modern day Rick Martel, the model. Yeah, like Rick Martel. Um, who else was from? I'm guessing just after that time, it was from a time period of wrestling that I really wasn't watching much. Um, oh, like Mark Merrow did a similar mm-hmm. gimmick, 
bad boy Mark Merrill or whatever. I don't know. You go all the way back to Johnny <clears throat> B. Bass. John, yeah, but he he did like a sexy or like um, almost like uh, a, a goof, a more goofy version of uh, ah, damn it, what was his name? Rick Rude. Oh, you know now you're talking. I, I oh, love you that. Atlantic City sweat hogs. Yeah, yeah, I I could picture oh, only only uh, Lawrence is a little more laid back you know <laughs> so yeah who knows who knows but they just need to get him back on tv period because he is missed and he is loved yes he's putting way too much hard work to not be put on tv yeah so. and that character from wrestle house one was fantastic so now that he's been on wrestle house two with the character again and he's in such great shape now it's time to i, I think the push can be there yeah. push as a uh, rock star spud would say to me years ago. Yeah. What was this push you speak of? The Zach Bonifer with the big D. Oh, that's, that's well, they were making good. references to that during uh, Russell house too. They really didn't do that for Russell house one, but there was definitely a big D reference for the D. <laughs> yes, yes. Yes, there was. I, I, I couldn't, I couldn't pass that one up. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, that's not the way I usually go in that situation, J-Bone. I have seen that penis. This is true. This is true. <laughs> Either way, it's a winner. So, yeah. Um, oh, there we go. Uh-oh. And make uh, Sam Beal Rick Martell. <laughs> oh, there you hey, go. Yeah. Hey, the more Sam Beal, the better. And he is about perfection. Maybe Sam Beal and Lawrence D could team up. Ooh. Ring Rust uh, and Permfection together? Ooh. That, that, the hair? That Think of the hair in that in those tag matches. Oh, I just I just I just want to see Larry D just hair flip all day. I think that'd be <laughs> just a riot. Both of them can. All right. Well, was this was this <sighs> is this actual footage of a young Lawrence D right here? Jiminy Christmas. There's some flowing world, locks there, right there, Jay. The, the world may never know. Yeah, they 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 did love my hair. Yeah. Ah, I miss those days. Yeah. Anyways, all right, back to the card here. Uh, next, we got VBD, uh, represented by Eric Young and Joe Doring, ooh, versus Heath and Rhino. Mm. Uh, Diener. Is also at ringside with VBD and oh god, scared me, Joe. Hi, how you doing? Mm, good. Mm. <laughs> Always with the grunts. It's is that indigestion or is that just a? I don't know. Eating the weak opponents. Mm. Oh, it's. Uh, I don't know. It must be a fiber thing. Anyways, all right. Um, there you go. Kids, eat your fiber. Um, now, one thing I was concerned about Joe in this match is I don't know if this was like a knee related or if he twisted his he twisted his ankle, but he collapses early in this match. Did you notice that? 
Just a speed bump. Just a speed <laughs> You know all about those checkers, boy. Oh, I I have I, I'm not sure what you're referencing to there, Joe. <laughs> mm. I'm a I'm a Culver's guy myself. <laughs> Stop it! Freak me up. <laughs> I wear that's boots. He, that's he makes true. sacrifices with boots. He, he make he wears the cowboy boots. <laughs> You can't handle my boots, Jabo. I can't. I can't. I, I, I can't. I, I can't handle the stare either. I mean, I, I would lose every time in a staring contest. I, my eyes would. I'm ornery. Mm. Hey, this, this is true. By All design. Right. All right, put it back in the box. <laughs> a box. Put Joe back under the bed. Uh, What's in the box? <laughs> What's in the box? Oh, God. Great movie. No, Dory oh. definitely had me the potatoes. Oh, he's, you know, he's just, yeah. Just like, th you know, 13 steaks. You know, forget the turkey. <laughs> Let's bring more uh, steaks. More steaks. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, so did you notice him collapse? What do, what do you What do you? Yeah, think? no, I, I was a little nervous. But that's a big man, Joe Dorn. I'm um, sure something just went a little, little awry, but it seemed like he was uh, gathering himself over the match. He may was. have limited a little bit. It could have been a, a quicker finish based on that. Yeah, I mean they they still brought him in the ring plenty of times, and it seems like whatever it was um, worked itself out. Um, yeah, like like if there was a specific spot, maybe he had to lean off of uh, doing. Uh, but it seemed like he got through it, looked okay. It se seemed like no after effects, which is good. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I I, I certainly hope. Uh, that, I mean, the first thing I thought of when I saw that, I was like, oh, crap. Don't tell me he's going to miss Blizzard Brawl now. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Can't have that. Is, like, is I, that, was, that was the thing because uh, I've had that happen where Joe Doring was set for a main event for an indie show a couple months ago near me in Jersey. Yeah. And then uh, something happened where he, he couldn't make it. I was, I was, I was distraught over not seeing Joe. Yeah. Uh, but uh, then, then I wound up seeing him in Michigan. So that was, that was good to see. Yeah. Um, but no, it's uh, hopefully he makes it to some more, uh, more dates out there. Cause I'd like to try to see Joe again in the near future. Other than impact. Yeah. I'm, I'm really excited about seeing him. He's, he's going against some guy in OVW in fact, okay. uh, like half the card, like against, yeah, a lot of OVW guys, which makes a sense. A lot of OV. In fact, I know I know we keep getting segued out of talking about this, but, but well, you know that's how the show goes sometimes. Um, I want to say congratulations. <laughs> come here just for that, <laughs> right? Right. It's like let's let's do a shot every time it goes off the rails. Uh, <laughs> you end up drunk in five minutes. Uh, I want to say congratulations to local guy. Cal Hero. Oh, the Fanny Pack Party. Fan, the Fanny Pack Party are now tag team champions of OVW. Whoa. Yeah. Congrats. 
yeah so pretty pretty excited for him um i i haven't been keeping up with ovw like i had really wanted to knowing that he was there but i did see a, he did put a highlighted uh, uh clip and uh the match on his socials to watch so very uh, cool congratulations oh, speaking of both ovw and blizzard brawl uh, yeah. I, I i believe jesse goddard's will also be a blizzard brawl uh yes. and he's their what their national champion um so yeah, he's defending his title he's but defending his title i, I uh, think he is their world champion too i think you know what as soon as i said that i think he won does he have both belts now he might have both belts he might be I think he does jesse two belts um oh and i i I can't say his name without saying he still puts over impact a ton, uh, Jesse. That's a guy that left but never forgot. <laughs> um, and I, I would be a big fan of him having another run in impact. Uh, like if they were – like even for a set of tapings or something, I, I think that would be a good move on their part. And OV, you see what OVW – that guy puts over – the brand more than anything like he puts over ovw because that's where he's working the most but then impact second so i always give kudos to him he's uh he and and like he's very interactive with his social media so tag him in stuff he's he's a he, he'll he'll retweet stuff he'll like stuff he's i i definitely get involved with uh and promote and, and ovw because daniel spencer's a ref there too impact guy yes. a lot of a lot of impact connections there so definitely yeah. support ovw as well Al Snow's doing a great job with them. Yes, he's doing a great you job. Know? And they're I on guess. a ton of TV. Like, they're kind of doing what, like, Ring of Honor and a couple of the other companies. They're on a ton of different cable outlets. So, kudos to them without, like, a official TV deal. That's as good as you can do. And thank yeah. you, Eli, for the he- Super Sticker. Thank you for the $1.99 Super Sticker, brother. Thank you so much. Much love, dude. Um, much appreciated. So yeah, um, yeah. Go go check out OVW sometime. Uh, it's a quick watch. Uh, I've watched some stuff over the last year as they've really, you know, Al Snow's really amped up the stuff as far as getting getting stuff out there. So props to him for doing that. Courtney oh, with yes, the super thank sticker. You, Courtney. Thank you, Courtney. Thank you. Much yeah, if you go back to the uh, the Skyway shows of Impact and look at the security. Obviously, Cal's in a lot of those, oh. uh, as well as Luscious Lawrence. Big fan of, of Luscious Lawrence. Um, I think he's another guy that's coming into town. He probably will be. I'm a big fan of his. Yeah, uh, I like I, I, and obviously, there's the Impact Connection, Tony Gunn, as well. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not sure if he's coming, but he's he's been around a lot lately. He's come around uh town here here and there yeah and i think before time. injury like and obviously shira was doing a bunch of work at obw as well yeah yeah and, and i think everyone agreed i it's sad that he got hurt right now but shira was on like a tear right before he got hurt oh he was absolutely like, he's looking great like the stuff i think the stuff at ovw and all that's that's helping him he's getting even better like he's got he's got his improvement has been very good. So yeah, and that's thanks to guys like Al Snow and and I'm not sure who else is there. Um, I want to say, is one of the Basham brothers there training? People? You might be right. I think I did hear that at one point. I think because he he's right another that. guy that's coming to Blizzard Brawl. Okay, and that's kind of 
low key, I'm like excited to see that because I love the Basham brothers. Like they never did much with them when they were around, but I was excited for them. I just had a feeling like they were going to do big things. And then that's always my luck. I get excited about a team or a guy or whatever. And then it's like, yeah, it's like, oh, 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 Morrison's Morrison's back on SmackDown with the Miz. Oh, they're going to make him world champ. Oh, he's fired. Fuck. You know, it's like, (laughs) yes. And I, I can confirm Keith that Shogun was, he was at Skyway. I noticed him at Skyway. Uh, I haven't noticed him in Vegas. That doesn't mean he's not around doing something, but yeah. I cannot confirm recently. But you never know. Some of these things, they take a while. Like Lawrence, they, we haven't seen him this whole time. Yeah. And now he's back. Now he was back in a, in a capacity. So you never know. They got to wait until they have a storyline. Right. And it's it's all developing. And I'm sure they're keeping a close eye on him. And when they feel like it's, and it's all about being TV ready too. You know, Correct. It's that's part of it. I mean, some yeah, the thing would impact when you hear someone gets signed. You might go, "Oh, well, I should see them next week." That's not how Impact works, and they don't have no. a true developmental. Like they may use OVW at times, but they also might just say, "Like, hey, work the Indies. We'll work with you here and there, and then you'll show up at some point." Right. Yeah. So they'll 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 put you where you need to be to to make you better in general. Uh, let's see here. But yeah, so v- oh. uh, VVD versus uh, Heath and Rhino. Great tag match. Uh, Keith gets his ass handed to him bad in this match. Oh, baby! That's probably not his reaction. To <laughs> oh, it was oh, baby. I got my ass beat. <laughs> <laughs> that... <laughs> I was going to say, I don't think he'd be that excited. You're saying he would be more sounding like this in the dumps. I used to have a last name, but now a billionaire keeps it in a safe. Exactly. Yeah. 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 A lot lot more somber mood, probably, uh, you know, having a few beers. So instead of the loud, oh, baby, it's the, oh, baby. Oh, baby. Yeah. Yeah. And not a sexy, oh, baby. It's a... It's not a slow no. motion, oh baby. No, 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 not not steamy, oh baby. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, so yeah, we talked about uh, Joe Doring. Really worried about him. Uh, Rhino had a great spot in this after uh, War Machine. Know, Rhino. War exactly. Uh, after you know Heath had his butt kicked a good chunk of this match. Eric looked great. I don't know what you want to add to this one. No, and, and this is uh, great to see Eric Young, obviously, back in the ring. Um, I think me and uh, Justin really popped at Bound for Glory when we saw him, like, back. Like, like it's like, oh, all right, he's – he's, and, and we were kind of saying it's been around the time frame where he could be returning soon because it seemed like him and Heath were on a similar time frame, and Heath had just come back. So it was like, could we get Eric? And we got Eric, and – Obviously, there's a reason he was he was world champion. This guy was like the MVP of Impact right before his his last run ended. Like he was the man uh, before he left. He had multiple segments every show. Uh, so him now in ring. Once again, if you're talking about tag division, you're telling me Eric Young and Joe Doring as a tag team can't run that division. I I, I wouldn't believe you. Those guys. They could put the straps on them next week, 
And I don't think anyone's going to bat an eye and be like, give them a good run. Yeah. Because those guys, still, Joe Doring, not pinned in Impact Wrestling. And we'll get into another guy that has that claim right now in a little bit. But uh, Joe Doring, he's been protected for a reason. Not just because I'm his biggest fan. (laughs) I mean, he's a, and he's a monster of a guy, you know, it's, and so underrated. I feel like he still has yet to really catch the eye of people. You know, that's why if it's it's not obvious with him, Joe Doring, I like to to have my, the guys I really support. Like I I support a lot of people, but I go out of my way to support Joe Doring right now. Yeah. Because I think he's worthy of it. There's a guy that beat cancer and is now just beating ass. And that's yeah. like he's a big dude. He's got like the, the cowboy hat, the jeans, and like and Morrissey. Like that's why that's why that Vegas fans cheer for him too. It's like that's just a badass dude just in there beating people up. And totally. I don't know what will make it on TV and what won't over the upcoming weeks, but I think you'll like what you might see from Joe Doring. But sometimes it might just even be for a live crowd. But there's some good Joe Doring stuff coming up, I, I'll tell you. Okay. Yeah, no spoilers, but yeah. that's No, nah, but just could... more of that same stuff. Like the stuff I like to see from Joe Doring, you'll see more of that. Yeah. Oh, Ronald Just Joe Blue Doring here. beating ass. <laughs> Joe, Joe Doring and Silas Young as a team. Ooh. Silas Silas Young? Do you think did you think Silas Young would be a good candidate for uh EY's family there? He could fit in with that crowd. He does seem to fit in with that. Yeah. Um I I don't know. I go back and forth on Silas. Uh okay. obviously I've seen a ton of him over the years in Ring of Honor. Yeah. I think certain things about him are pretty good. Uh I, I like about the character, but then I think maybe at times he gets too into it where it yeah I, I think there's just a there's almost a borderline with that character where sometimes he gets too into the uh, the last real man and it becomes more annoying <laughs> than anything else but um if if he can tone I, it's almost got to be toned down a notch uh and I, I don't know cuz cuz he's not a huge guy like it's it's tough to come off with that Joe Doring, but he but Eric Young, like Eric Young, I think is bigger than Joe than uh than Silas. I don't know, I don't know. I, it's just to come off with that persona, like he he can he can he gives good promos, he he can act it out pretty good, but in the end, in a match, you got to be believable, and I don't know if his in ring is enough to make it believable. Okay. I mean, he, I think he's like old school tough, you know. He is. He, he, he is. That, that is where he – but then when you're against a big guy, I don't know if I can believe him beating that guy as old school tough. Yeah. Yeah, I hear you. So I think it we'll just see. might limit him. Like, he can keep that character, but I think it just limits how far he can go. I always like to see how they could rise to the top of the card. But, yeah. but if you're saying coming in and being like mid-card type stuff, then, yeah, fine. But I'm always looking how you can go above that. Oh yeah, and I think he could. It's just you have to tone tone it down a bit. Yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I I think he'd fit. And there's there's rumors. Uh, I saw some. Oh, um, Alliance. What's the guy's name? Lewis. 
something. He, yeah, he, he used to be on um, BQ's network. Now oh. he's doing his own thing. Oh, I, I know who you're talking about. Yes. Can't think of his name. But anyways, yeah, he was uh, put up put up a video recently saying Lewis that. Carlin. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. Lewis Carlin. Yeah. yeah. I've been watching some of his stuff lately. He puts out uh, these smaller bits lately. Um, saying that Silas Young was backstage. I don't know. Take it with a grain of salt. You know, I'm not overthinking it. Maybe it'll happen, you know. <clears throat> I get you. And, and that's the thing. Like, that's what stinks here. Like, just with that persona he has, like, he's walking to a room with Jake, Doring, Moose, Morrissey, Callows, Folded, like, a lot of big dudes. So, like, Eric Young as a leader, but he's, like, he's jacked Eric Young for oh, not being yeah. a tall guy. Honestly, Silas Young looks like one of us for the most. He's he's still he, he's still a, a wrestler that's in good shape, but he's yeah he does he's not like these guys. And yeah. to come off as like he acts like Eric Young, but he doesn't look like Eric Young. Okay, <laughs> that that's the only thing. So I, that's why he would have to be like a henchman to kind of kind of get beat up. I like you can't be that much of an acting badass without being a badass. Like he. Like his persona fits like what Macklin is doing right now, but he don't. Yes, that's a that's a pretty good comparison. <clears throat> yeah. But Macklin's showing that he he is a badass. Yeah, yeah we'll get there. And it's believable. That. It's pretty believable. But there are even people skeptical of Macklin for that similar reason. So that would be my only. That's why I think his character would need to be tweaked a little bit. Yeah. All right. So so Eric Young and Joe Doring come off with a win here, and. Um, uh, you know, Eric Young hits him with the mask, which knocks out Rhino, gets the pin, and uh, you know one, two, three, and uh, yeah, it was great. It was a great win for you know as much as you want to see this thing between Heath and Rhino get going. Uh, it, it's it kind of hits a stall here with VBD getting uh, what I think honestly is a much needed win because they losing losing Rhino is a significant loss to that crew. It is, but now so, if it's EY and and Big Joe, good times are ahead. Proud as a peacock. There you go. We'll see what happens. We'll see what happens. I can't wait. Um, but yeah, hopefully Joe comes in next week. Hopefully he's all healthy and good to go. Uh, let's see. Next we got uh, one of your favorites, Bill VSK versus oh, uh, Red Swan. <laughs> Well, we got to – come on, man. Come on. Rich Swan, I'll let him speak for me. That son of a bitch. I thought you'd like that. Yeah, because obviously <laughs> this was supposed to be Brian Myers, but uh, Brian yeah. Myers not medically cleared, so VSK took the spot, and ugh, was I disappointed. Yeah. Yeah, I know a lot of people wanted Ziggy Dice, or maybe he would bring in someone else completely new. Like I just know. don't get when you have Ziggy <coughs> Dice. Excuse me. Like the V, and I, I, I don't know if that's for heat, just like to go at people like me, because it's like, well, Ziggy Dice has all this charisma. He's outlandish. It's he's entertaining, and then you give me the Vanilla, Mister Vanilla, VSK. I think the V stands for Vanilla for VSK, and you're giving me him. Who's shown nothing except for he's got a, the brownest nose in the business from hanging out with Brian Myers. Oof. 
But maybe that's the thing. Maybe that's the heat he's supposed to generate. Yeah, yeah. Like I, I, I see the talent, but I, I understand what you're saying. I, I hear you. Well, <laughs> and it could be if you give it time. But the guy just shows up, and yeah. he's like, he gets the oh, Brian Myers is going to give you the, uh, you're you're the best. Our our boy yeah. Sam Beal gets no respect. Ziggy Dice gets no respect. Give me Manny Lemons, the zest for life. I'll take him. He's showing me more charisma. The zest. Yeah. Well, okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, not, not, I don't have too much to say about this. Rich Swan, uh, you know, I, you don't see Rich Swan having too many bad matches over the course of the last few years. Um, and he, he put VSK in his place here, wins with the Phoenix Splash. Ziggy Dice gets taken out at one point by the Mac. Um, that's all that wasn't fun. downtown Daddy Brown. No, that's another universe. Okay, uh, time, times, uh, actually, a period in time. Yeah, well, kind of, I don't know, <clears throat> I don't know what the hell you call it. <laughs> Just don't get the gout. Just don't get the gout. Yeah, oh, dude, that's. <laughs> Main eventing with the gout, man. I don't know how the hell he did that. And with the cane. Crazy stuff. But yeah, it's it definitely was. Yeah, because uh that uh downtown Daddy Brown had the uh salt and pepper hair. So that definitely wasn't the Mac. Yeah, there were guys. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> it'd be like if I died this, you know, and came in here with a jet black thing, you'd be like, Well, who is that? That's gonna not gonna put a little just for bone in there. A just for bone. <laughs> just for bone. Yes. Yeah. It's good shit. Uh I don't have too much else to say about this one, but uh it's it's a win for Rich Swan. And I, that that was the only way to go. No, uh, sure. There's no doubt. Because it's revenge for Sam Beal. So Yes, and we're all about revenge for Sam Beal. We were we're we're Team Sam Beal over here. Yeah. So, do you think we're going to see more of the uh, the Permanator? I hope. I don't know, no. but I hope so. You're not sure. I I, I need more Sam Beal. Okay. Although I know Sam Beal was looking uh, yesterday. I had to get I I sent him the link on Twitter to Ellen tickets. I think he wants to check out a little Ellen coming up. So, Sam Beal. He's a Ellen. he's a Renaissance man. Ellen, as in the talk show, Ellen. I believe the talk show. <clears throat> All right. He might be keeping Miss Sambiel happy with that. Or maybe he's just a big fan. He's who knows. I don't you never know, Bill. You never know. I'll, 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 but Willie does have a question. You got hair on your booty cheeks. <laughs> oh, oh. oh, I am definitely not dying any beard with that. Oh, oh, Anyways, uh, next we got Morrissey versus Matt Cardona. Oh, this was a lot of fun. Um, and I noticed something here. There is a there's a big picture going on. There was it wasn't just you know one v one here. The big picture is what we saw later with the interference from Moose, and I yes. feel that that interference from Moose is tied to an even bigger picture outside because. He's he's now champ, and he's just 
realizing who's all stepping up, you know, who's, who's coming at him. And he sees, he sees uh, Matt Cardona as being very ambitious and he sees the talent. And I'm not going to say that Moose is scared of him, but that's why you use a guy like Morrissey, you know, Morrissey's paying dividends here. You know, he's knocking him down a few pegs. But I'm not sure what this is also going to do for the relationship between Moose and Morrissey. Does it just signify that there's a really strong connection there? Or is it just, I scratch your back, you scratch mine? What do you think, Bill? Yeah, that's what we've kind of seen. Like, they were reluctant partners in the past, uh, Morrissey and Moose. Uh, it does seem more it's like if it works out for both parties, they'll work together. But they're still – obviously, one's the champ right now. But we know Morrissey wants to be the champ. So um, they'll work as well together until it comes between them two. Um, yeah. So he's okay with, like, taking out Cardona, probably taking out whoever else. But uh, if it comes to Moose, they ain't going to be buddies and be like, oh, go ahead, Moose. Uh, Big Morrissey's going to say, I'm going to go through you. That's what's going to happen. Well, yeah, it's like, at, at what point does Morrissey say, well, I've done all this for you. What are you going to... Well, we did see on Impact TV, I believe, that uh, he was going to, like, Moose was going to give him a shot at the belt, wasn't he? Didn't he promise him a shot? He might have. I don't remember. Like I, I thought that was a couple weeks ago that he promised him a shot, but Could be. I have to go back and look. <laughs> a lot yeah. of wrestling lately. And he's a guy that is abs- – Morrissey is a guy that has absolutely proved himself during this period of, like, you can call it, like, redemption. Yeah, I think you when know? they tagged up, the last time they – remember when he was looking for partners? I think yeah. he promised him a shot during that tag match. Okay, it could be, yeah. Who knows when that comes up? <laughs> I, I I think he's sticking around till the end of the year, you know, through this set of tapings. Um, I'm not going to ask you to give me any spoilers, whether you've seen him or not, at this last set of tapings. But uh, I'm hoping. Well, we know we saw him at Turning Point. Well, yeah, and well, and well, yeah, and and I think a, a big sign that he might be sticking around is he won. Yeah, usually, not to say that doesn't happen in wrestling, you can win, and then we've seen champions win and not come back. So uh, that's not a guarantee, but it does seem like there's a pretty good working relationship. Uh, like yeah. I said, we keep talking about Cardona. We've never heard that he's signed. He sure seems like he's signed. Uh, it seems like he's a, a fixture right now in Impact Wrestling. Yeah. So do you need a, a, an actual contract to say it? Not a bad thing, but it seems like he's pretty committed. And I'd say the same thing about Morrissey right now. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, and, and he's he even, he even said it on this podcast, you know, that, in that interview with uh, good old Bison. The Beefalo. Uh, the Beefalo himself, yeah. By the way, I, I hear there might be some new merch coming. Ooh. Yeah, keep an eye out for that, folks. 
Uh, it's, it's all it's all about the beefalo. <laughs> I love bison. Um, <laughs> but yeah, and that's and that's something that the sheets even covered. You know, talking about how his uh, his relationship with Impact Wrestling and all that. Um, I, I I hope he does stick around. You know, because they could absolutely. Um, we are live, David Penzer. Just like Turning yeah. Point was live. <laughs> you guys live? Yes, this is live. This is live. It's you know, yes, we're we're a little late. A little late. A little late doing Stay this. Within a week, just barely. <laughs> yes, but we wanted to get it done. What's up, David? How you doing? Front of the show, David Penzer. Um, so yeah, who knows what they're? Who knows what he's gonna do? I I, I hope I hope Marcy sticks around. I love that impact wrestling is part of his journey. He has absolutely shined. And I, if you go back and look, if you go back and look, when he gets in the ring before the match starts, he looks dead in the camera and says, this is my house. Yes. That's a great sign. I did notice that even sign. when he was coming in. I did notice like his, his speaking to the camera. Yeah. He, he did a lot of that, you know, like a lot of like looking in the camera, look, talking to the crowd. He's getting, I mean, he's, he's improving so many different ways. Yeah. Honestly, I still go back to the beginning when he first showed up and like, I, I knew a little bit about him from up North and uh, like his part in promos, but obviously the other half of that tag team took most of the promo work, but it feels yeah. a lot like Josh Alexander. You give him some, some room here to show what he can do. And he's knocking it out of the park. I remember real early, we got this, this gem, which is one of the classics. They left and they laughed and they laughed and they laughed. <laughs> they laughed, J-Bone. They ain't laughing anymore. They laughed. They, laughed. they ain't laughing. No, no. Um, but yeah. There you go, David Penter. Tried to post a pic of Bill buying me a, a vodka as promised. Can't figure out how to do it. Thanks, Bill. <laughs> About to find it because that was uh, the picture was taken by Mr. Producer himself, the, the director of the production there. Dave Sahadi took the picture. Oh. So, uh, the guy has the eye. <laughs> what did he do? What did he do with the picture? <laughs> Too much vodka, though. <laughs> so yeah, um, yeah, great, great stuff between uh, Morrissey and and Matt Cardona here. Uh, Morrissey gets the win. Moose inter interferes. Yeah, thanks, stuff. Moose. He spears Matt Cardona, which is very telling. Which and uh, you know, Matt Cardona gets a receipt later, which is great to see. He's not going to take the slaying down. But uh, Moose, this is kind of funny with uh, the way this all all goes down. The uh, Daniel Spencer is down in the corner. Moose spears uh, Matt Cardona out of his boots and almost takes out Daniel Spencer again. He lands like two inches from him. I mean, he practically grazes. Daniel Spencer probably. I thought he was going to go into him when I first saw it. 
Right, because usually he's got so much momentum. He's, oh, they, 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 the break, it just stopped on a dime there. It was really close. Right, Moose's spear is unique because he kind of rolls through it. Yeah. You know, and it, his momentum will carry him to the other side of the ring sometimes like this. But, yeah, so D Daniel Spencer was just out of the way of him. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> that was almost ugly. Um so, so yeah, um, great match. Great to see Morrissey get a win. I mean, Matt Cardona's gonna be popular from from here till now till till whenever. You know, he 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 brings a heavy audience with him. Yeah, and this does protect as much as you can protect Cardona in this match. Which, if you notice early on, Cardona wasn't getting this protection in matches. Because he, yeah, he yeah. lost this match, but there were circumstances here. Oh, yeah. He didn't lose clean at all. This was very dusty. Uh, but yeah. remember, early on during his run, he did drop a few matches by surprise. Yeah, which which shows he's not one of those guys. He lost like, to John oh, Schuyler. All right. Yeah, he's like, <laughs> so he came from up north, so he's going to win all of his matches and go straight to the top and get handed this and get handed that. No. He's earning it, you know. He's um, he's starting at the bottom and working his way. Now, just and speaking of, because since David Penzer's here, and I saw this today, I can't help but but bring it up. Obviously, we know Matt Cardona is very babyface here in Impact Wrestling. Um, but on the indies, he's not. <laughs> and oh yeah, like GCW is very yeah. He's very heel, but I I don't know if he's at. I, I know Chelsea's at that WrestleCade going on right now. I'm not sure if he's there or not, but I know someone posted. It may have even been Chelsea. I don't know. I don't think she was in it. But someone posted a, a picture of Jeff Jared, and he was going after Jeff Jared. So I wonder what, what where that's going to pay off if he's doing something with Jeff Jared now. Oh, geez. That's going over double, going after Double J, the founder, Jayba. Is that? Is that part of that, like, the TNA stuff that was going on? Yeah, yeah, because, well, Goldilocks was there. Jeff Jarrett was there. Obviously, all the, oh, the knockouts were there. Goldilocks. James Storm, the whole, the whole gang's out there. I, 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 I oh. would have loved to go to it, but that was a, like, it was supposed to happen two years ago and last year, and by the time I found out it was definitely happening, I couldn't get a, a good ticket. And it probably wasn't bright to go right after the Vegas tapings. That those tight windows make it a little oh, tough. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, so, okay. This might make a little more sense then. Oh, he back was, saying he was at WrestleX and got the guitar shot from Jared. WrestleCade. Yeah, WrestleCade. There the, it is. Got the guitar shot from Jared. Oh, so yeah, all right. So he's playing off. Which I got to give credit, man. He is all about promoting these storylines. Yeah, yeah. Jared will do that. Yeah, I, I have a feeling. Obviously, he's a super heel. baby face. I do think at some point the heel character comes to Impact Wrestling. Uh, that could be summer of next year, but I think he will turn heel at some point in Impact Wrestling. It's just uh, a matter. Of, it's too natural for him. Uh, where, but that makes sense because right now the heels are running Impact Wrestling for the most part. You need baby faces. Yeah. Like yeah, Eddie Edwards. <laughs> yeah. The Sammy baby face, which we were just getting, 
that kind of forces Cardona to have to stay babyface. That's true. I mean, because you want, I mean, I'm I'm sure fans want the hot mess heel. And if you're going to do that, it would just make sense to have Matt be a part of that too. He wouldn't have to, but they're together so much that it would just make sense, mm-hmm. you know? So, yeah, someday. We'll see. Yeah. I think that they might have to shuffle the roster around a little bit, move, move, move some parts around. Um. All right. So, yeah, Morrissey gets the win here. And um, big win for Morrissey. It is. Huge win. Good for him. Uh, let's see. Then we got the knockouts tag team title match. We got Decay going after Inspiration, defending their knockouts tag team champions uh, championships. Uh, Rose Rosemary and Havoc representing Decay, of course. Um, this was a lot of fun. I, I watching this. I didn't think much of it when I first watched it, and I watched it again uh, tonight, right before we went live. And uh, I enjoyed it a lot more this time because I really paid attention to the psychology of the match. Man, it, Inspiration maybe didn't do a lot of tremendous, say, wrestling, but they told a great story. They they took someone like Havoc and they absolutely knocked her down to the point where she was nothing in this match. All the limb, and I, I, always, I always say this, that limb work. <laughs> that classic limb work. They picked the limb and they went after it and they went after it and they went after it and they rendered her useless in this match to the point that once Rosemary got in, they beat her down and she couldn't even, you know, tag team was, wrestling, Jay, tag team specialist. It is. It is. They the inspiration is, I mean, they really looked smart here. Yes, which as a heel tag team, um, and, and as you said, and I think they, they even say, like, they're, they're not going to be two Deanna Parazzo's in the ring uh, ability-wise, but you don't need to be. That that's You shouldn't have that expectation. Like, every wrestler shouldn't be your match perfectionist. Um, but what they do is they tell that story in the ring, and then we already know what they do in the backstage promos, the vignettes and all that. They're great. They're, they're funny, but like they, they tell a great story back there too. So it comes oh, full yeah. circle. Like, and I know when we knew they were coming to Bound for Glory, I was like, I wouldn't give them the titles straight off. But I had, I had them winning the titles at, at this show, at Turning Point. Mm-hmm. I'd be like, I still put them on them pretty quick. Yeah. Uh, but I was wrong. I think it does make sense that they got the titles. That adds to their character's persona that they just came in and got them. Uh, that they were to lose. Once they were booked in the match, you pretty much had to give them the titles. Um, maybe that would be the only change is like you don't put them in there. Uh, but since you did, I, I think it was the right call to do it now. Uh, because them being, you want to chase the heel. You want faces to go after the heels. Like that, that should be in wrestling what you aim for. 
Um, because the trouble is when you have a long time face champion, that's great for a live crowd, but the story isn't there. The story's yeah. in the chase in wrestling. So chasing the inspiration is good for any team, Decay or whoever it is. So I, I think that is the right call. For the most part, you should usually have a heel champion. You have the the faces go over every bit, but then a heel takes over again. <laughs> yeah, that's wrestling. Yeah, yeah, it's you know you, you work with with what you got. You know, I'm not sure where this goes from here, but I can't wait to see what's next. You know, who's going to come after the inspiration next? Yeah, because the, the the knockouts tag divisions looking more and more loaded uh, with some of these recent acquisitions with with obviously the champions now, but we've seen some, some other people come in. So it'll be interesting to see what happens here. I know one of your favorites are the undead's bridesmaids there. Jayvon. Oh, I, I love them, you know, and I want to see them used <clears throat> as more of a powerful group, similar to decay, but not everybody can be on top. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and I get that, but yeah, I, I love what, Brandy Loren and Kimberly are doing They're. I was really curious to see what they'd be like together as a tag team. When I saw that they were actually being <clears throat> put together in character as part of the, the whole undead thing, they're, they're killing it. They're absolutely killing it. I love it. Yeah. Good character work, which that's what impact thrives in. Uh, obviously anyone that saw uh wrestle house, and uh, David Penzer is still in the chat. Hopefully, I'm, I'm sure you've seen it, uh, David, but I know we were talking about it. Uh, I know you were really looking forward to it. And we have a separate show we did the other night, Thursday, a review just on Wrestle House 2. And uh, obviously, we were we were big fans of it. I think most of the people in the chat were probably as well. Yeah. Uh, keep talking about this match. I'm going to be back in like one second. All right. I got to mute for a minute. All right. No problem. So, yeah, let us know your thoughts in the chat about this one. Um, and what do you think of the knockouts tag division right now? Uh, Inspiration obviously defeated Decay here. Do you think Decay should get another shot at it? Do you think any of the other teams should uh, be next in line to go after the uh, knockouts tag titles going forward? Uh, but definitely, and, and what are your thoughts on the Inspiration uh, since they've been added to Impact Wrestling? I'm a fan. Um, I didn't know a ton about from about them uh, before I did see some of their different uh, promos and backstage segments. So I thought they were uh, definitely talented. They were funny. Um, and I know uh, mayor says the, uh, the instant neck photo. I don't know if that's the gear they were wearing, which was, I know some people thought it was Harlem heat, uh, but they actually came out and said it was actually Britney Spears uh, that they were, they were like, oops, we did it again. So, uh, Oh, really? Because wrestling fans all said, everyone I've seen thought it was um, Harlem Heat inspiration, you know, or inspired. Yeah, but I think they came out and responded to it as like, oh, no, no, that's that's pretty Spears. But it, but it is cool that it, it did resemble, obviously, uh, Harlem Heat, or if you go even farther back, maybe Bam Bam Bigelow. Oh, yeah. Oh, and I oh, loved Harlem oh. Heat back in the day. Ronan's asking, personal request, can we see Jay dance again to their theme song? Now, do you mean actually dance to their theme song or the pose, Ronan? Yeah, I mean, I could, I could 
I could pose, you know, but I'm not shaking my non-existent. Did you did you dance to the theme song the other day there? I I don't I don't think so. (laughs) How many lollipops did you have? I don't know. I (laughs) it's been a wild week, Bill. I tell you, you know, all this turkey. Who knows? I mean, I was I was walking around last night like I was drunk this turkey has just been killing me this one what the hell are they putting in that turkey nowadays my god Ooh, extra tryptophan uh bonus baby saying was. Uh, totally the undead brides are how you expand on a gimmick like sue young but not steal it <laughs> alexa alexa the fiend so no oh. that's definitely adding to the uh the undead realm for sure oh totally yeah and the the whole fiend gimmick is done you know, because, I mean, if you're not going to have Bray, why are you even going to keep Alexa Bliss doing that? You know, and she's been gone now dealing with whatever she's dealing with. I have no clue what's going okay. on. Okay. And I and I agree this match. Uh, I thought it was better than the one at Bound for Glory. And then that gets into an interesting discussion. I know some people said it. Um, I think it's close. Um, the Bound for Glory versus Turning Point. I was a fan of Bound for Glory, but I think Turning Point was very good. Um, and I think most people say for the Impact Plus specials, Victory Road was the best one this year. Uh, but did this surpass Victory Road? And how close was it to Bound for Glory? Now, Mayor was not talking about that uh, Britney Spears Harlem Heat inspired photo. He's talking about a different one where she was only wearing a shirt. Uh, so I, I'm not familiar with that, but now I'm guessing many of the people in the chat will be checking that out. So thank you mayor for that <laughs> <laughs> we'll be uh, right back <laughs> ryan we'll be, asked we'll, uh, be, we'll be back in two and two, no. <laughs> two, and two. Uh, ryan asked well what during your last break uh j-bone what kind of cocktail did you just make off mike oh, i don't think he I made guess, a cocktail but would you just mix up some uh some drink there it's a little crystallite caffeinated water there. It's the uh, pe- peach mango, and I actually mixed it in the flavored pineapple mango splash water. Great stuff. Good stuff. So it's a little little extra flavor, a little extra kick. The uh, the yawnings are starting to get me a little bit. It's it's a late Saturday night. Crystal Light, we will take a sponsorship. I'm not sure if they're in the sponsorship game these days. but <clears throat> yeah, I'm not supposed to have much uh, caffeine in my diet, but I, I, I do enjoy the uh, the packets of the uh, Crystal Light. <laughs> okay. Keem here. Baffer's already had a lot of great moments. So Turnpoint had more memorable matches, a few good moments. So, Okay kind of go kind of equal out depending on what you're looking for. I think that's a pretty good way to look at it. Turning point though, they have a lot of, cause obviously, and we'll get to it. There, there were no title changes here at uh turning point, which is different than Bound for glory. Right. Which had a few title changes, quite a few title changes. Oh yeah. Some changed more than once. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so a lot more like at the end, you'll be like, Oh wow. There was a lot that happened at Bound for glory, but there was some really good matches also at turning point. And, it's, and there were so many matches on this show. Yeah, man. it was loaded from the pre-show through the entire pay-per-view. It was. Great stuff, though. I mean, I didn't I didn't really have any match that I thought was like a, a stinker or anything. Mm-hmm. Or what I would consider like a, a bathroom break match or anything. Uh, so then next... No, the, and, and like the only one that had the risk for me was VSK, but it's Richie Swan, And, and it, he kept it quick. Oh, yeah. <laughs> 
Uh, so then we get the X Division title match, which I knew wouldn't disappoint. We got Trey Miguel, champion, defending against uh, Macklin and Laredo Kid. Bill, this match was fire through the whole thing. I love this match. And yeah, I this one really, was good. I, I was really curious to see where this one was going to go. I think a lot of people think that, you know, Macklin's been on this slow burn rise to the top of the X division uh, division. And um, he's, he, he absolutely, if, I mean, if you're not a fan of Macklin by this point, just looking at this match and just how everybody flowed together in this match, I, I, I don't know what to tell you. Macklin blew me away. I mean, I loved everybody in this match. Laredo Kid. I am so happy that Laredo Kid is a part of this X division. I mean, he his talent goes back what a couple decades ish, give or take a little. <clears throat> He's been around a long time. He's been around a while. Like he he was part of that early run, like the run they did. Um, I, I guess it, yeah, we go back to does it go back to TNA? I go back to TNA. Oh, um, probably. But it, yeah, a couple years ago. So he 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 did that that earlier run, and he was he stood out then uh, because that's when they were bringing in a lot of luchadors, like my my buddy Phantasmo and stuff, uh, Aerostar, Drago, and that crew. Uh, so I'm a fan of that. I think one thing that like something we could use some more of is maybe a couple more luchadors. So seeing Laredo Kid on the roster right now is something I really like seeing. Uh, now, the only thing, and I know it's history, and I'm a fan of it, because for years we got X Division title matches three ways. So I'm a fan of that. I'm not anti that at all. Yeah. But these three guys, I think Trey works great with Lareda. I think Trey works pretty good with Macklin. Yeah. I don't know if all three of them, because Macklin, and I'm not a one that says, if you're in the X Division, you got to be a cruiserweight. I'm in the... There's no, no ID. Like you can be, there's no rules, no limits in the X division. So, but for all three of them, Macklin obviously has a different style than the rest. He's, he's very stiff oh, in yeah. a good way. <clears throat> like, like when he does his, like uh, his spear type move, there's a lot behind that. <laughs> like that one looks like it hurts because um, oh, yeah, yeah, it looks like, like he's always given full force on it. Uh, yeah. But I don't know if that meshes well with these guys. So when all three of them are going, it seems like two of them are working on one way and one's working the other. And maybe that's that's the story. That's a story being told. Uh, but if you're looking for, like, match where they're going back and forth and just doing crazy stuff, that's not what you got in this match. You got mm. the two guys doing the crazy stuff and Macklin just beating on people. Uh, so, right. And then, obviously, you have the, the ending, which is controversial. Um, because obviously it's a three-way. Trey only needs to pin one guy, right? But Trey wasn't trying to pin one guy. He wanted to pin both guys. And when he didn't get the pin on both guys, it was like he didn't even win the match. His reaction, he was pissed. Well, he, he, he had was, to, he was acting like he was a young boy. I look like a young boy to you. <laughs> yeah, the the ending of this story was very telling because. He stopped Macklin from pinning Laredo with his finisher. And when he went back, he was trying to pin Macklin primarily, but he grabbed 
both his leg and Laredo's leg and brought him back for the pin, trying to cover both. So when uh, Macklin kicked out, Laredo didn't. Brian Hepner kept his, you know, uh, his count going and counted to three because Laredo did not kick out mm-hmm. from uh, Macklin's finisher. And, and yeah, so the end of end of this story is the reaction from Trey is priceless. It really told an interesting story here, and it's 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 obvious that this is going to continue because. Macklin's going to come back this week and probably be like, you can't beat me. You may have been able to beat Laredo Kid, but you can't Yeah, beat he can't me. have an I beat Steve Macklin shirt. No. That would be a lie. Yeah, let's not do that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Um, too funny. But, yeah, I, I love this match. And I, I keep looking for other ways for Macklin to shine. And he I feel like he really did. I mean, I, I'm not I'm not saying that the other guys didn't. It's it's easy for Trey to shine. It's easy for Laredo Kid and his talent to shine. Macklin's on a different journey here. He's got a lot to prove to the does. Like he's, he's you know, proving that he fits in. He's been taken out X Division legend. Uh, after X Division legend, so all right, Petey, where Petey Williams, where have you gone? Oh, you sent him up north. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I think he's. Uh, I think he went to go uh, uh, to help help the uh, help the orphans someplace. You know, he's, help the orphans. It's a Sammy Zayn joke. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, well, what are you doing, J Bone? I'm getting a new J Boneism here. No it's, no, it's when um, Sammy, you, you heard that thing, right? You know, when um, Sammy's... I only know El Generico. I don't know anything else. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> so when El Generico left Ring of Honor and got signed up north, the, the, uh, Ke- Kevin Steen was like, oh, yeah, he's helping the, he's helping the orphans down in Mexico. Oh, and, okay. then when, right. and then when Steen got signed... They said oh, so that, it actually relates to El Generico. Okay, this, yes, this. Yeah. Okay, so, yeah. uh, I'm okay. So, so, so then when Steen got signed, they said, "Oh, he went to go help El Generico with the orphans." <laughs> They've spent a lot of time down in Mexico, Bill. I can't wait for them to come back. <laughs> Bring them back. Bring them back. It's time. Those kids are fine now. They're all grown up. How many good? How many kids are you gonna help? Damn it! <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, That's yeah. not an appropriate question. Oh, sorry, my bad. Uh, <laughs> damn, save it. More save it. <laughs> right. <clears throat> I love this match. Uh, but yeah, Trey Miguel retains here. Great match. This will continue with Macklin. And I, I, I'm guessing it's going to go to hard to kill. You think, Bill? It seems like that. Obviously, he has a claim to go after the title because he wasn't pinned. Yeah. So when it happens, we have to find out. But it, he definitely should get an X division title shot in the future. 
Yeah. And maybe that's so why maybe that's why Trey was so pissed. He doesn't want to give him the shot. Yeah, because he feels like he beat him, but he didn't. Yeah. So then we got the knockouts title match. Uh, Mickey James versus Mercedes Martinez. Hardcore country! Yeah, that's right. Hardcore country. In fact, there were some people in the audience that night singing that. Oh, I was one of them. Uh, <laughs> there you go. Uh, yes, there was... Uh... It, it was getting a uh, chuckle out of the cameraman uh, near the ramp that would come over because yeah. as soon as it was like, hardcore country, <laughs> you cannot sing it. Right. And, it, and uh, you guys were singing it like literally right before they won and then they, they played it. So <laughs> you heard it again. It's like, wow, you, you guys are right on key. Oh, um, now here we go. See, now this is interesting. It keeps saying He's surprised Mercedes didn't win here. Oh. No, I was not. I thought Mickey would win this because Deanna has to have a rematch. Yeah. But I did think there was going to be a title change, and we'll get to that later in the show. But um, did anyone else think that this that, that Mickey was in danger of losing this match going into it? I, I thought there was a possibility. Uh, you never know what you know people have in mind to like you know book this stuff, but I, I was I was still glad to see Mercedes Martinez get this opportunity. Um, oh yeah, knockouts, knockdown winner. Right, yeah, and she I mean she went through the whole tournament, so you know, um, you know she's tough. You know, she's showing her talent and her. Her, her uh, legendary status in the ring. She's been around, what, 20 years, give or take, whatever. Long time, long time. Uh, but I'd say as long, if not longer, than Mickey James is my guess. <laughs> so, you <laughs> can't have hardcore country without Bison's guitar solo. <laughs> he does, he always goes off on it. Yeah. <laughs> So funny. I want to get him a guitar for, for Christmas, I think. <laughs> so, so he could play, you know, program it to play just, you know, Mickey James stuff with the guitar solo. He'll go more Mickey James, more Mickey James. Right. Well, speaking of Mickey James, and this is something, I guess, the what the next Jericho cruise that's in March has a lot of impact people oh. uh, that are on there, including Mickey James, the Knockouts champion who I nice. believe will be wrestling and also performing. So you could hear her sing Hardcore Country Live. Ah, uh, wow. Is she going she gonna to have a, a duet with the, the Itola of Rock and Rolla? Maybe, although I someone may or may not have given me an invite if I would like to be on that cruise next year. So who knows, maybe if I decide to go. I could uh, maybe maybe I could uh, jump on the vocals for a little hardcore country. <laughs> oh, that'd be amazing! At I, least from I, the crowd. I'm a pretty good I'm a pretty good lip syncer. <laughs> I've been known to do well when called. Uh, <laughs> now, Keem says here she won that big ass tournament. It was a big ass tournament, uh, only to lose the title over to Felda. Especially seeing that Mercedes is in sign with impact, but mm. 
I, it obviously put her in the contendership here. Uh, and I don't know, like that's sort of like saying some of the other ones, like when you, if you get the opportunity, should you always, should that person always win? Um, then it becomes too much of an obvious thing. If people that win stuff and use that to cash in, always cash in. Uh, right, successful. like a Royal Rumble thing, right? Yeah. At best, you probably want to do 50-50 on that stuff. Yeah. And uh, and it could have been a kind of a test thing. Uh, it's a great way to see how she does with that audience. Yeah. Like but then you also got to look at, well, we do wind up seeing a little virtuosa. But oh, yeah. if Mercedes were to beat Mickey James right now, does that make Deanna look weaker? Because Deanna had this long reign, second longest reign. Did she wind up getting second longest reign in history uh, behind Taya? It was close. Uh, I know she didn't pass Taya, but she I don't know if she was second or third, but one of the longest reigns in history. Uh, to then have Mickey lose it so quickly after, probably not the best look. Uh, yeah. But then we do get this. I am the f***ing greatest. Yeah, she comes in it's as soon as Mickey James does win it. Uh, she's she's not even up off the canvas, and she's getting her her ass handed to her by Deanna Perrazzo. So, and they uh, they announce uh, with I don't know if it was at this or or later in the show or if it was later in the week they announced. Um, Deanna Prazo is going to face Mickey James at Hard. I believe Kill. it was before the show was over. I think there might be a segment with Scott later okay. on in the show yeah, yeah. where he makes the match happen. Okay. Officially. So, uh, oh, and then right after this, uh, Scott announces the first uh, Knockouts Ultimate X match. Oh, yes. Huge news there. Yeah. And I was confused because I at first I thought that the title match was an Ultimate X match, but no, that's completely separate. So knock the knockouts are going to have a huge night at Hard to Kill. Yeah, that's already, and you know there's going to be a knockouts tag match. I would assume so. That's three oh, sure. major matches. Yeah, featuring the knockouts. Which let's see another company pull that off. <laughs> yeah, there's no one's doing it. No one's even coming close. I mean, I'll say that AEW is is improving, but nothing like this. No, and as in, and honestly, like obviously up north, like uh, unless they're a women's promotion, like nobody's pulling off something like that. Well, at, at this point, WWE is sucking eggs so bad they may as well fire all their divas and. Uh, pull an MLW for six months and completely like rebuild their roster because they have no clue how to book their women at all. I mean, I I'll say AEW is even 10 times better than WWE right now. They, they, they were. And AEW was even Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're the whole women's revolution and oh and we're doing all this great stuff and are you are you really 
No, no, you're not. You're sucking. So, but yeah, Impact knocking out of the parking usual. So, all right, um, on to the tag team title match here. Now, this Good is where I thought the tag. I thought these titles were changing hands. Right. Yeah, I I completely agree with you, a thousand percent, Bill. Totally. Uh, Bullet Club going after the tag titles uh, that are being held by. Too sweet, me, Jay. Too sweet. Oh, wait, too sweet in that way. <laughs> too sweet, the good brothers holding those too sweet tag team titles. But this seemed like the opportunity for Chris Bay and Hikaleo, the OG, well, the, uh, the, the, the current club, the New Japan yeah. club, the real um, club. with the original music um, coming out, and Chris Bay being the Vegas guy. Yeah, this is his hometown the crowd. Club, this seemed like the crowd would have gone unhinged with the oh, win here. Huge. So uh, I, it felt like it could be time here. And then you bring those titles over to New Japan, like the, the, to the strong brand and stuff. So it felt like it could be something here. Like this this was a surprise to me. I thought this is the titles that would change hands. But they don't. Yeah, I, 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 I was shocked. You know, it was great seeing, you know, moments where you get uh, the big LG against uh, a giant like Hikaleo, who I think is not tremendous in the ring, but he certainly is. Like, the more I see him, the more I, I'm impressed by him. I, I agree, because now I've seen him quite a few times, both yeah. he, in Impact and in New Japan shows. Yeah. And he's grown on me. Like, that's a guy... You can see the ton of potential. Um, oh, yeah. That feels like a guy that, like, five years ago, he would seem to be, like, so on, like, up north's roster. Like, like they'd be like, we have to sign this guy immediately. Big dude, some ability there. He's got some carry. He's got some charisma to him. Yeah. Um, I always like that his head's always steaming. Um, but he... And he's obviously he's got the he's got the bloodlines. That, that that guy that guy's a star. That guy's a future star too. Oh, he comes from one of the most badass guy. The, the, his dad's one of the most badass guys in professional wrestling. Correct. So that's I, I think me and him. And who knows? Maybe it does happen. Uh, it seemed like the build was there. Now maybe they build it up even more. Um, but I, I think that's that. Like I'd be fine with pulling that trigger on yeah. uh, the tag titles. Yeah, and it's and it's so it's hard to say where it's where it's going to go next. I mean, Finju's got another win. Um, I I don't know. I mean, is this? Yeah, because then you can. <clears throat> yeah, you could have the feud with like the Bullet Club can feud with Finjuice as well as still with the Good Brothers. Like it, oh, it, it sure. adds an, some more elements, and then the way the match ends is kind of surprising. It's like the tights; they got the tights of Chris Bay. Yeah, which is like kind of like Bullet Club complaining about shenanigans is, is kind of funny in itself, but because it <laughs> they're it full is. of shenanigans, like uh, yeah. El Fantasma is punching people in the nuts somewhere right now, probably. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. Uh, it's, it just seems like this, if, if that tag team of the bullet club, isn't going to get it done, 
do you still bring in god maybe maybe there's a bigger plan here and that's just that adds to the storyline and god it. takes the titles and maybe hikaleo chris bay el fantasmo maybe they have a future with some different belts maybe there is a whole bullet club angle winning gold in impact at some point in uh maybe 2022 um which could make sense. We could look back and be like, oh, okay, I, I see it. I see how it did it. Uh, but if based on what we see now, it seemed like it could be the right place to switch. Yeah. And we felt that way about many other titles in the past. And then in the end, maybe we were wrong. Maybe we were right. We'll see. We'll see what impact. It's like, it all depends on how good brothers eventually drop the belts. Yeah. Yeah. And who knows? Maybe it won't be like I, I think I – said maybe on uh, the UK, I could see them holding it through Slammiversary now. Because now I don't know who takes it. Unless Bullet Club gets another shot at some point, I'm not sure who takes the belts off. But, like I, Even though I think the tag division is getting better, I'm not sure who that tag team is to take the belts off them. Yeah, it's hard to say. I mean, there, there's plenty of tag teams in the in the tag division. I'll say that, you know. You know, plenty and plenty that are not involved in all this as well. So there's yeah, no like lack obviously, of yeah, it's <clears throat> I, I put over so much VBD earlier. So like obviously I could see them doing it. Like that wouldn't shock me at all. There you go. Oh, there's a classic. That yeah, picture of <laughs> those guys together. Good stuff, man. And you got three guys in the group still. They could, you know, toss them around and do the whole, uh, uh, what do you call that? Uh, oh, the free bird. Free bird rule. Thank you. I always, that one always escapes me. So, uh, but then, but yeah, it was a good tag match. Yeah. Then, like, Akeem's putting over, like, they did not win to, on this show, but Heath and Rhino obviously are together again. And then exactly. Gary's talking about Willie and Rich. They're still out there, soldiers. Honestly, Willie and Rich look stronger at this point than Heath and Rydell do. Yeah, I'd probably put VBD, then Willie Rich, and then probably Heath and Rhino. Yeah. Yeah. In the contendership. If if Heath and Rhino won at this show, they'd be higher. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. That'd be a huge And since Rich and Willie weren't tagging together, that's why I put VBD ahead. So based on this show. That's the order right now. And then Finjuice, you got to put in there since they won as well. Yeah. So it's probably BBD, Finjuice, then Willie and Rich, and then probably Joe and, and Rhino. And and obviously Decay were not on there. So they're question mark. Hmm. Yeah. They, they were, they had to get zapped back in. <laughs> <laughs> well, they uh, were busy. Uh, I think we have comment from Steve why they were busy. <laughs> It's Wrestle House 2. <laughs> That's where he was. Absolutely terrifying. <laughs> and Black Tarus was reading a book. He was. It's all about the classics with him. Who knew? Who and knew? They're still Fulton and Ace out there, too. Fulton and Ace. Yeah. With, I feel like the, the focus has been a little more on Ace, but Ace, and, Ace does 
make a point to say that he and Fulton are a tag team. So who knows? Who knows? Lots of options. All right. Then we get the announcement that Impact has a new sponsor. Paps Blue Ribbon Beer is going to be presenting the Throwback Throwdown 2. It's the return of the IP. WF. WF. I knew I was going to screw up the letters. Thanks you. Thank you for saving me on that. Saturday, December 18th, live from the infamous Danny Davis Arena down in Kentucky. From Can't 1983. Wait. Live from 1983. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. Some mem- I have some memories of the classic heel Danny Davis referee. Oh, man. That guy was evil talk about talk about a heel ref unbelievable smart guy though smart guy uh so yeah can't wait for that uh last year's was a riot this one certainly is gonna be uh i think i think it's got the potential to be even better no no i I was a big fan i was at the uh the last ipwf show and uh i was uh definitely a big fan (laughs) Um, oh, look, and uh, Akeem here, he posted the uh, review from that. Oh, <laughs> and the J Bo to nurse the coal. <clears throat> That's right. We did. Well, what a duo that, well, that had to be. Yeah, that was IPWF. IPWF. Wrong Danny Davis, J Bo? No, no, there's too many the Danny one. Davises. Too many Danny Davises. Oh, that's the same. You're right. Guy. Well, no, no. You're 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 thinking about the uh, WWF referee from the '80s, right? Yeah, isn't that? That's not that Danny Davis. Oh, it's not. I, no, I think this that is was that like Danny a trainer. Davis. I think it's more of a trainer. Oh, I, I always I thought that was that. I think the other Danny Davis is still around and stuff. But I've been saying that. I've been saying that for years. That it was. That's <laughs> that's the Danny Davis. No one ever corrected. I can't believe. Took till now. <laughs> to someone to correct well, I'm like, it I'm is like, from ah, there who a couple couple years told you you were mispronouncing his name rock yeah <laughs> yeah there it is it's thanks, nightmare. nightmare thanks mirror i'm kidding I'm kidding love you man not dangerous <laughs> it's nightmare oh nightmare danny davis oh sorry oh there's a there's oh, a that's a, that's a fairly common name danny danny davis i'm just confused now then again, when aren't I? All right, we continue. Uh, but yeah, can't wait to see Throwback Throwdown. Then um, then all of a sudden, uh, Josh Alexander comes down to the ring, and and Stryker's like, well, this, this isn't in uh, the itinerary for the evening. What's going on here? So he comes down, and he's angry. He's really angry, Bill. When Josh Alexander is angry, you better pay attention. He is angry. And he's talking about how Scott Demore says he's got to keep his emotions in check after that loss to Moose. Can't blame him for being angry, but he's like, look, I may be angry, but I'm focused. I am absolutely laser focused on getting that title back, and I want to know when I am going to face Moose. And all of a sudden, the lights start flickering a little bit, and I'm like, oh, it's it's the return of, oh, it's Apparently, it's the return of the coach. Stay focused, J-Bone. Stay focused. 
Yes, coach. That's why I'm drinking this. Thank you. Keep the focus. Bye. Good to see you, coach. Um, <clears throat> yeah, he's a lot more pleasant than that other guy you bring in. Oh, oh wow. I'm just, I'm just saying. The other guy scares the shit out of me. Uh, <laughs> I have to wear a couple pairs of underwear that night. I go to Blizzard Brawl. Ooh, man, if I, if I meet if I meet Big Bad Joe, man, I'm gonna be hiding behind my son. Like here, you get the autograph. <laughs> you get the autograph. <laughs> <laughs> Sacrifice my son. Um, kidding. Fair. <laughs> so, so, so Josh. So Josh is all angry. The lights go flickering, and all of a sudden there's a focus on the ramp, some music playing that we're not familiar with, and we get the debut of Jonah. And, and everyone's looking around. They're waiting for him to come down. They're looking at the top of the ramp. Josh is waiting, and he gets slammed from behind by this monster. Poor Josh. Oh. <laughs> oh, people keep just showing up and beating on poor Josh. He is he has not had a good I'd say month. This past month's been pretty rough, you know. But Neuros is bleeding a lot. <laughs> yeah, this is true. And now internally. Internal bleeding. Internal damage. Mike. Jimmy Christmas. Um which which looked great. Uh, it, I'll rank that right up there with other times that uh, I'll say uh, one of our favorites, uh, Rich Swan, has bled. Oh, when yeah. He was, when he was in that tournament, very yep. similar. Yep. Um, so, yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm very excited for Jonah to be here. I am as well. I am. I'm a very little... unique look. Very unique look. It is. It's kind of like a cross between uh, a more athletic AC Romero and a Samoa Joe. Yeah, I know on Wednesday I was kind of putting um, like, like I know people are saying to Joe, but like he almost reminded me a little bit of Bam Bam Bigelow. And I think someone mm. said he may have mentioned that in an interview. Bam Bam Bigelow was like one of the guys he looked up to like growing up. So, mm, yeah. uh, and I, I'm a huge Bam Bam guy. So like just seeing a guy like that jump off the, uh, the turnbuckle he did, that's very reminiscent of Bam Bam. So uh, I'm, I'm a fan uh, yeah. just as a heads up. I'm going to a show or Vader, uh, not or Vader, big Vader yeah. guy too. Um, December 11th, uh, PPW in Broadheadsville, PA. It's going to be, Moose versus Jonah. Oh, nice. Now, Jonah had uh, a run-in with Moose at a new at Japan the new the show. last New Japan show. Yeah, the one I think in San Jose. And they mentioned that during this segment mm -hmm. too, I believe. Now, what I want to know, look, and, and I'm I'm sure that Jonah is signed with New Japan. And he showed up there first. And I don't know if that means anything. Now he showed up here. Well, yeah, all the dirt sheets ran with 
he was showed up in New Japan, so that's where he was. He wasn't going to be anywhere else, which sounds like fake wrestling news, J-Pan. Oh, we hate fake wrestling news. Um, I, I am st- I'm starting to wonder, though, because they had all this New Japan-related stuff with Josh. Is Jonah coming in from New Japan? Mm-hmm. Or is he going to be wrestling in Impact Wrestling and going back and forth? It's a good because question. Because I, I feel like with the amount of stuff that should be on social media and on the website, it's not there for Jonah. Hmm. So that, that tells me that Jonah is a New Japan guy coming in to, you know, do a few. I'm going with neither. I'm going, he's, I think he's a pay per appearance for both companies right now. So we'll see. And maybe that's the understanding is he's going to do like a cross thing with both companies right now. But I don't think he like, like I know Murphy, I, I don't think, uh, like he showed up, but I don't think he's a like official New Japan guy. Um, I, I'd be surprised, honestly, if any of these guys right now are jumping on like because of the state of wrestling right now. I think Especially almost anybody US, would be like, yeah, yeah like I, I think if a decent contract's out there, it'd probably be wise to jump on it. But I think some of these guys that like a, a Buddy Murphy or Jonah that have a little more leverage. Uh, they probably aren't like like how Morrissey's done with Impact, how Matt Cardona's been doing. I think they're kind of doing appearances, see how they like it before they lock in full time anywhere. Yeah, it's I'd be surprised tough. for Jonah just to show up and like sign a New Japan deal long term, uh, right off the, the. But if that were to happen, we know they can work with Impact Wrestling. That's not a that's really not a negative, but. I, I don't think they put him in a Josh Alexander storyline. Suzuki was one thing that was a one-off, but he he was everywhere. He was everywhere. Yeah, and so everybody was trying to get a piece of that before he went back. So that home. makes sense because they're still building Josh up to be something. Now right. the thing is, yeah, if if Josh just runs through Jonah, then maybe that is the case. But I don't think New Japan would want him to run through Jonah. You know what I mean? Like right. they have, I think their relationships at a place where that wouldn't be the case. So I, I don't think he's committed anywhere right now. Like other than doing a handful of appearances, like he's going to work this set of tapings. And right now, New Japan and Impact don't really go against each other. Uh, other than like what Super Juniors was just going on with Phantasmo. So I think that that works out a probably a pretty good schedule for Jonah right now to work both companies. Right. And who yeah. knows? We'll, we'll see. Like, that's obviously what, like, we talked about earlier with Finjuice. They're doing that same thing right now. Right. And, and Rocky Romero came in, and and uh, he did some a- AEW, and he did some Impact stuff. And uh, so it's like, hey, good for him. You know, he re- he's representing New Japan all while doing all this. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So Basically a free agent. So who knows? Who knows? Um, I, I did notice that Jonah is not on the roster yet so i don't know i mean you know they didn't they didn't put suzuki on the roster yeah i i could see him maybe as soon as thursday being on the roster remember phantasma they put on the roster too so 
I, I don't think that's stopping anything. Yeah. But we do have a new another new person here in the chat, Danny Barron here. Hey, Danny, uh, what's up? So did uh, Jonah Rock remind you of Samoa Joe when he started in TNA? Um, but he can also cut a beast mic, which was he did cut a good promo. Like, honestly, I, I don't think I had heard his promo work before. So I, I was impressed. I thought he cut a pretty good promo. I haven't heard his promo stuff, but I saw some of his match stuff in NXT. And I was I was impressed. It was a multi-man, I want to say ladder match. Okay. Yeah, I think I've only seen like in the past like clips of him. Maybe I saw a, maybe one or two matches, uh, but I hadn't really heard him talk. So uh, I was impressed. And seeing him in person, he was he was definitely impressive. It's got that unique look, the shades of Bam Bam. But I, I could see some Samoa Joe in there too. But definitely see more Bam Bam build wise and. Some of the high flying stuff. I love yeah. the idea of the big guy high flying. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I want to keep going with these questions, but we're already well past oh, yeah. two hours, so I want to wrap this up. So let's uh, let's let's get on to the main event here. Main event. Uh, but yeah, I can't wait to see what they do with Jonah. I'm very curious. It does sound like he's going to be on the next episode because he is he is uh, he's in, he's in the promo for it. So we'll see. <laughs> there you go. Uh, we got Full Metal Mayhem, Bill. Impact World Title on the line. Moose defending against his longtime, well, friend and rival, uh, Eddie Edwards. CNA. 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 Which I'm surprised I didn't hear any chance for that, unless I missed it. I don't know if anybody was doing it. Oh, all this. Jay, but I think you're asking for too much here. I think uh, not a lot <laughs> of people know the CNA reference. I, I don't even know if a lot know. of our chat knows the ZNA reference. Yeah, and I barely knew. I, I just find I just started hearing about that like a couple of years ago that there was like a little, little, you know, little. I don't know. It's, it's, it's like a it's like a text chat group thing. Yeah, on. it's like it's like they yeah, it's that TNA grouping <laughs> from their early era. Well, from the like it's me. It's it's yeah. Like, what is ZNA? Uh, yeah, that was the group they, they, they kind of called themselves. Um, and it has, it's Eddie, it's Moose. Willie Mack got into it. Like, good for Willie. He was able to kind of, he's kind of team ZNA too. Uh, but it's like that, that click of wrestlers uh, that were from pretty much that 2016, like EC3 um, and, and that crew. Uh, yeah. Spud, they're all team ZNA guys. Like the guys that I think like did the gym together probably on the road together, that crew. Uh, so uh, you'll see, like, Eddie puts the ZNA on his gear. Willie Max put the ZNA on his gear. I've like, seen that. Media, yeah. Hashtag ZNA at times. Uh, so that's just part of, like, it just shows, like, th those guys are tight. Eddie and, and Moose, they've been with the company a long time together. They've worked yeah. a ton of matches together. So this was, the like, an obvious feud to go with. Uh, yeah. Moose just becomes champion, go against probably his best friend in the locker room, Eddie Edwards. And you know, they have chemistry and they used to, oh, I've sure. seen them in person do a bunch of different like hardcore type matches, but I've never seen really Moose work with ladders. So this was going to be an interesting experience for sure. Right. Right. And he's, you don't see Moose in a lot of gimmick stuff. No, like maybe a chairs here and there, uh, a table spot occasionally, but not much. Um, 
But yeah, this was this was different because you don't see also Full Metal Mayhem. They don't overdo it. Like you really only see a Full Metal Mayhem match once every what maybe three or four years at Impact. Uh, they they don't go to that well too much. Full Metal Mayhem. No, that's something they do every great once in a while, like once a year, if that, if that. Yeah, I, I I'd have to look back. I remember. Like it was a tag team, Full Metal Mayhem, with the Dudley, like Team 3D, the Hardys. I like that. That's what you're talking about years ago. I don't even remember the last one. Right. Probably back when uh, I was going to say Truth was with the company. No, I don't know. Oh, yeah, and the Wolves. <laughs> the Wolves were the last one. So it was since Eddie got here, but you're talking like early Eddie. That's probably. Late 2016. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's been a a bit, yeah. So, uh, but yeah, amazing match. These two really do have uh, great, great chemistry. Hey, Lakers is in here. What's up, man? Lakers. Better late than never. We're on the main event. (laughs) We're just about to wrap it up in two seconds. No, I'm kidding. Um, (laughs) and And I'll tell you what, Chris. I'll hit that. Let, let us talk about this, and I'll hit your question last. Uh, I'll, I'll, okay. We'll do it because I, I saw that he was new here, so I, I don't want to. I don't want to scare away a new person. We're excited <laughs> when new people show up, so uh, yeah, we love new people showing up, and the camaraderie of people make them feel welcome. You know, yes. in the chat. So, um, but yeah, these guys, the table spots, the ladder, they wreck ladders. They destroy chairs. I mean, Boos can barely stand by the end of this match, Bill. Just, he is wrecked. Yes, he is. Eddie truly gave him a run for this money. Well, uh, they I, went a long time. This match, I think it was over a half hour. Yeah, it was, it was between a half hour and 40 minutes. I know entrances were a bit long, but that's to be expected with these two guys eddie's a big fan favorite takes a while to get around say hi and all that moose you get that slow burn coming down to the ring he wasn't even wearing a robe this time no and that's i know people are debating that look now like as champion the robe the robe's gone now he just moose with his belt yeah same entrance but not the robe yeah, like the maybe, mist, that's, the maybe that's the thing. Instead of the robe, the the the, uh, the like the, just the fanciness and all the pomp and circumstance of a robe. Who needs a robe when I got the gold? Maybe that's what he's saying. Right, right. He's got the jewels. He's got the he's got the gold. Yeah, everything. Um. So yeah, it was it was interesting seeing him come out there with uh, just a different. I don't know, uh, different aura about him, you know? So, but yeah, it's something that we even touched on earlier uh, at, at the beginning that I brought up. And I'll bring it up again because I know our audience has changed since <laughs> two, two and a half hours ago. Uh, when Eddie went through that one table, there was a mic, a busted mic stand mm-hmm. right next to him. I would not be surprised if part of that mic busted from uh him hitting it 
you know, with well, thanks to the table, but it was it was there. I mean, some of these tables just exploded upon impact, which mm-hmm. almost makes it more dangerous because you don't know what where the hell the metal configuration underneath the table is gonna go when you know these tables do, you know, if it's a clean break. It's not that bad, but man, when they explode like that, the metal goes everywhere. You pray to God you don't, you know, slice a. <laughs> slice yeah, well, a that's rate. the thing. They put uh, obviously that was pre-set up that that first table right out in front, and it's like you forget forget about it. Like that was like instant. It was like as soon as the match started, it was like boom, table. Yeah, that, that one exploded. Uh, then chops. Oh my god. Well, yeah, they you got two good chops, guys, right there. Uh, we know Moose Chris Saban's steamy chest is still feeling that um, from from Moose <laughs> way back when, and Eddie he does he does the strong style like right out of Japan. So those guys they can chop with the best of them. Steamy chest, <laughs> steamy Saban, the hamburger, just- steamy chest. Yes. Statement. His, his, uh... <laughs> Guys, I know not, I know that Russell House and the comedy bits and everything is not everybody's cup of tea. In fact, for the first time in a long time, I saw some people on Facebook, on our Facebook page, the TNI Facebook page, kind of ripping some of the, the fun stuff, you know, that Impact has done recently. People just don't want to have fun. They don't. Sydney Lauper said it was just girls just want to have fun, I guess. Come on. Do it for Cindy. She's saying about about a lot of fun things, (laughs) including things that we can't even talk about on here. Uh, The the, the she bop and we bop, and we know that that was all about, (laughs) oh my goodness. Found that out later in life. (laughs) I was singing that all the time as a kid, and I'm like, oh my God. Anyways, um, um, my God, it's like the acclaimed walked in. Uh, but yeah, um, very violent match. Both guys literally gave it their all, and of course we got the uh, the payback. Or yeah, you know, Moose's buddy Morrissey. Paying dividends, same as uh, Moose did to Marcy earlier. But then we also got the uh, some payback from uh, uh, Cardona. Cardona, thank you. Damn, I almost said Zach Bonifer, Jimmy, Jimmy <laughs> Zach Chris. Bonifer. Payback from Zach Bottom. Well, because I was thinking Zach Ryder, and then I'm like, no, that ain't right. Zach, Zach, what's his name? Zach Bonifer. No, that ain't right. Zach Bonifer. No, that ain't right. Excuse me. Hi, Zach. <laughs> um, you know, it's late. I've gone through two caffeine drinks, and I'm just losing my mind here. It's time for bed. Let's wrap this up. Great match. Do you want to add anything else to this? No, no, no. This this was very good, this match. Uh, I don't think there's ever been a bad Eddie Edwards loose match. Um, and they, they brought it here, Full Metal Mayhem, a lot on the line. 
because uh, I'm a big uh, big Full Metal Mayhem fan. Um, like most of those matches are some of the best ones in Impact's history. So these guys are not disappointing. Great first title defense. Definitely Cardona getting involved. Uh, Morrissey. You you got some angles going out of this. And for the first live Impact Plus special, it seemed like a fitting end to it. So now we just see where it goes from here. And we had the Wrestle House break. Uh, so now this Thursday, we it's, it's, it's turning point fallout. That's why you get the review now. We had to space it out. For now, it's fresh for you get the fallout on Thursday. There you go. Yeah, yeah. Starts a whole new chapter. Um, all right, so the, this question from uh, Chris Washington is actually really interesting. It says, uh, new here, guys, what if this is long-term story with Scott Damore bringing in New Japan guys to harm Josh Alexander? A heel authority figure of Scott would be interesting. Um, man, that, you know, and I always thought in the long run this would lead to Scott DeBoer becoming kind of a, a heel, like GM authority figure, but also protecting Josh at the same time. Like, you know, like here we go, Team Canada V2 or Part 2, 2.0, mm -hmm. whatever you want to call it. You know, um, I don't know. Uh-oh. What's up, Scott? Team Canada. Team <laughs> Canada. So, I, I don't know. It's... Well, it, it, based on what we've seen, that is the connection right now with Suzuki attacking, because he is New Japan. Um, Jonah, if they want to play the New Japan angle, which they can, um, that would be... That could be an angle to run. If he gets through Jonah and another New Japan guy attacks him, we're going to go back to the Chris Washington here. And you may have been right. Now, I don't know if Scott plays into that or not, but there's definitely a New Japan angle, it feels like. And new, he has been showing up on New Japan, though. We can't forget that. Josh has been showing up on the strong brand. Like how Chris Bay's been showing up, I think Josh is worth a number of their shows at this point. Yeah, <clears throat> he has. Yeah, like this this uh, this relationship between New Japan and Impact is absolutely strong. Um, no, no pun intended. Maybe a little pun intended. A little pun intended. Yeah, <laughs> that's where they show up is the strong brand, the the U.S. chapter of New Japan Wrestling. And who knows, maybe by Wrestle Kingdom, which is not far away at this point, maybe there is. Maybe somebody shows up there. What is it, three nights? They might need some impact guys to fill in some of that. Three nights? I think one night's just with Noah. So you might see a lot of our other former friends uh, at Impact Wrestling. Oh, yeah, I did hear about that the Noah, the one night is supposed to be Noah versus... New Japan, kind of like a, a dream match, fantasy booking, yeah. kind of whatever, which sounds like a lot of fun. And they're, they're just starting to promote that now um, on YouTube, too, on their YouTube. So, yeah, I can't wait. 
Lord Bison, what's up, man? Oh, 100% pure beefalo. <clears throat> I wonder what that's a reference to. I don't know. That sounds like a good marketing gimmick. It could be, you know. And, and I was I was talking to uh, Bison earlier, and he said, said something about some merch coming soon. I'm not sure. Merch. Uh, we'll, we'll we'll have to wait and see. If you're uh, if you're a part of the Patreon, Patreon. you got a hint of that earlier. <clears throat> so uh, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. <laughs> We came here for a lot of money. A little bit of money. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, this this is um, this uh, turning point was a lot of fun. I'm, I'm glad we uh, glad we didn't wait too long to cover this, and um, so yeah. Yeah, I would, yeah, because obviously I was on a different time zone when this show happened, so it wasn't like too late. I was like, "Let's let's go, man. We can do it tonight." <laughs> but then that was a that was a late night. Um, but no, I'm glad we got it in within the week, so uh, knocked that out. And then obviously we'll be back with the uh, the family dinner tomorrow for the Patreon. The the throwback will be back on Tuesday for the there NWA TNA. And then um, TNI UK back live on Wednesday. And then when it comes Thursday, it's going to be the turning point fallout from the reaction show to the review. So it's going to be a busy lot of Somehow during this holiday week, J-Bone, the amount of content we still put out is crazy. It's crazy. (laughs) So, yeah. Hope everybody appreciates that. Hope everybody had a good Thanksgiving. Hope you had a safe week. Uh, and if you're uh, not in the U.S., uh, hope you just had a great week in general. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> wherever you are uh, watching and or listening. So Yes, and don't uh, forget, if you're on the YouTube, hit that like button, subscribe, do all that stuff. Same on the Twitch. We love the Twitch. <clears throat> Yeah, give us a follow. You can sub. You can gift subs. You can do all that stuff. It's all yeah. It's all and if you weren't here live, throw it in the comments or on the Discord. Because make sure you're on the Discord. I think most of you are, but I know there were some new people tonight. Yes. Go to the link below on the Discord. Join the Discord. It's the same community. Very welcoming. Talking impact. Talking other stuff. Uh, oh, yeah. In the Discord all the time. So. Yeah. Join yeah, it because I, I know there's a lot of toxic uh, stuff out there in the wrestling communities. Yeah. Uh, our Discord is a good one, so join it. And look yeah. at that. If you jump on the Twitch, you can get those emotes. Love those emotes. There we go. Yeah, we don't plug that enough just because it's been uh, – been, been, <laughs> Twitch has been a little wonky, but it seems like it's been – uh shaping up lately so yeah if you sub you can get those lovely emotes the classics and the some of the newer guys as well bravo and swinger and such so uh so yeah um that and uh if you want to support the show in another way the patreon is um uh that link is in the description as well uh, we do uh, several different shows between the uh, 
the Sunday dinner. Sometimes we have a, a hit and run from guys that miss the regular review. They'll do a review later in you know in the week for uh, for the Patreon. Uh, other special stuff we do for page. All sorts of stuff. So yeah, great time. Uh, several different levels you could join as well too, from the uh, three dollar all the way up to a ten dollar. So. All the good well. stuff. All the good stuff. Oh, yeah. And we appreciate all you for watching and listening on the audio. Can't forget all those audio people there, Jayba. Oh, yes. Yes. All the audio listeners as well, no matter where you check us out from. The Apple iTunes, Stitcher Radio, Google Play, TuneIn Radio, iHeartRadio, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Pandora. Just type in we talk impact or uh, total nonstop impact as well, and uh, you'll be able to find it. <laughs> and check out all the socials, the Twitter box, the face box, and the Instanec. Bill, where can they find you? They can find me, if not at Impact Wrestling. Say hello. Uh, you can find me mainly on the Twitter at my name, William M. Gardner. Uh, same on the Instagram, and as you saw earlier, I do have some pictures, so maybe I'll throw them up there, even though I'm definitely less active on the gram. Um, and then, who knows, you might find me somewhere else. Well, they, they did something different with Instagram now, whereas if you're you're on your desktop, you can uh, add stuff that way, which for me personally, because I'm at my computer more than I'm on my phone, it's ten times easier for me. Oh, okay, there we go. Gives yeah. me a reason, maybe they will make that easier for me as well, because that's where all my pictures are as well. So, there you go, just pull them right from your computer or whatever. There you go. So, uh, you can find me over on the Twitter box at jbone5150. That's J A Y B O N E 5150, or on, over on that other little podcast called Smashes Podcast. It's on YouTube, Twitch, and wherever you uh listen to your podcast. Audio. All right, Bill. We've been on here long enough. These lovely people on here. Well yes, over. Thank two. you for joining us on this Saturday night TNI special turning yeah. point review. Considering so many people are still in a coma from the holiday. I know, <laughs> either from the from the holiday or the food or from all the buying you've been doing. So oh. uh yeah, small business Saturday here. So uh and then what Cyber Monday coming up, so go go. Go get some stuff. Oh, yeah. There you go. So, yeah, if you, like I said, another way you can help support the show, go get some merch. You know, it's getting cold out. Hell, yeah, it's getting oh, cold yeah. out. We got hoodies, hoodies, caps. We even got Santa caps. There's even, oh, my goodness, Bill. We even got stockings now. That's coming in there. Stockings? TNI stockings. Still stockings? <clears throat> not, I'm not talking about, well, we do have oh. socks. But I'm talking about the ones you hang over your fireplace and fill up with oh. goodies for the kiddos. So, I like yeah. goodies. Hell yeah. All sorts of stuff. And plenty of stuff in the merch to fill up those stockings as well. You got the stickers. You got your magnets. You got your mugs. You name it. It's in there. Not so better mugs them. than these two mugs, right? Oh, beautiful mugs. <laughs> with the beautiful artwork that has been created by so many people, including myself, I've put myself over enough. Let's get the hell we need out of the here. Swing man. We need the <laughs> swing man. We all want the swing man back. Well, we'll yeah. let's see if we can get his pager. 
Come on, Paige the Swingman. Yeah. I, I heard he just did uh, somebody's I did, podcast. I did hear that. So maybe it is time to uh, reconnect with the Swingman. We'll see. We'll talk about we'll the palace. What? <laughs> oh, boy. <clears throat> maybe maybe somebody fixed his uh, Wiffy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he had some Wiffy connections in the past. He did, he did. <laughs> so, uh, all right, let's get out of here. We'll see you guys tomorrow night over on the Patreon Sunday night family dinner. And uh, hopefully we'll get a few more folks in here and we'll have some uh, fun Thanksgiving stories to toss around or something. And uh, hopefully Trent can get in here too. We'll see. Hey, uh, the last uh, Patreon show we did, uh, Kyle even showed up. You never know who's going to show up. So, Well, yeah. Well, that is something because we gave that away for free. That wasn't so if you day. haven't seen the Thanksgiving family dinner, uh, well, well, it wasn't even family dinner. It was a Thanksgiving after dark. Uh, yeah. A little, little food next then. Uh, from a couple days ago, look it up. There is a scumbag. First time in how long, Dave? Well over six months. Yeah, so it's been a while. So if you missed the scumbag, you can get him on the last after dark, which was probably like if you look in the video rotation – I don't know, three videos ago, probably. When we do that Tuesday night, I think. Instead of the throwback, we did a late Tuesday. Something like that, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, that's that's right. That's what it was. Late night Tuesday and going into Wednesday. Yeah. There we so, go. Uh, but uh, just, just a warning for those with sensitive ears. And, oh, yeah. Uh, the, the, the after dark, it does get a little little more raunchy than uh, the regular show. This the, is a kid show? Kid show? Yeah, Totally. <laughs> Uh, yeah. After dark, not so much. Dude, Don West says it perfectly right here, Bill. If you have small children, please ask them to leave the room right now. Not wrong. <laughs> <laughs> it, it gets a little, gets a little hard. No, not not that kind of hardcore. But anyways, all right. Now we're really getting out of here. Now I'm gonna hit that. Hit that lovely exit music. Uh, we'll see y'all tomorrow night. And if not tomorrow night, we'll see you on Tuesday. Take care. <laughs>